Hello and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner. I'm here with Matt Murray. Hello. I'm also here with James Farley. Hello. And John Denton has returned. What's happening? <laughs> What's happening? Should we get straight into it this week? Should we go straight to feedback, Matt? Yeah, let's. I mean, um, obviously last week, John's first episode uh, as uh, Sean's official cover. Um, so um, it's nothing but good feedback, as you would imagine. Great podcast to start 2018, says Adam Way. Looks like David Turner's might have some competition from John as hashtag the main one. I've seen a few of these. A lot of yeah, people are putting I, this against each other, more. John. And I'm, if we, oh, go, all right, go on, carry on. Uh, uh, Asimov Valinor, I believe is how you pronounce it. Loved the new dynamic. Uh, finally, someone who could stand up to David Turner's. Adam Brown, not sure who the other guys are, but this new John Denton podcast is great. He's got a really good I'm the main one vibe going on. <laughs> well, well uh, okay. Let's not, let's, not be, let's not be silly here. Um, I will say that people seem to think that we clashed last week. I don't remember that at all. Do you? Do, they? Do I remember? Yeah. No, not really. I don't think so. I mean, we've clashed before on quite a few things, and it ends up with you usually threatening me and my well, life. Yeah, that's the standard, the standard protocol. Yeah, exactly. So, and that, I mean, you ain't seen nothing yet, is what I'm saying. <laughs> like, I've got a feeling that it's going to get. I mean, I, I think I'm sure we'll disagree here and there, but uh, I don't think last week was anything to go by. <laughs> so no, done, like, nothing nicely, nicely, weren't they, for week one? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like the opening week of Big Brother, and then it all goes to shit. That's it's right. all going to go to shit, Matt. That's right. That's what it's I'm planning on anyway. Shit. And just to, just, <laughs> just for my people, I'm not covering you and trying to be any sort of main one. I'm happy, just respectful, doing my little tweets. Well, I mean, at the that's end. obvious. I mean, if that was you trying to be a main one, that would be weird, but like, be weak. But yeah, um, no, no, I mean, okay. that's, you, that, was a, that was a little help. dig for no reason. I see. <laughs> a little dig there. <laughs> okay, right. Anything else? Uh, ben Naylor, also a big fan of John. Good work from John on managing to be able to read the questions without sounding like he was going to keel over and die. <laughs> I mean, See, I, I saw a lot hard, of those James. comments saying, oh, thank God, oh, the questions is great now. Questions is bearable. <laughs> thank God. How um, does that make you feel, James? I'm pleased to be shot of them. I fucking hate you reading them. So <laughs> we don't like the listeners. Yeah, absolutely the fine. It's absolutely fine. I'm totally pleased with it. But aren't you just like a little bit like because you, you? I mean, you were saying, oh, it's so awful doing the the questions, and oh, I hate it. I hate it. And then John comes in, does it one week, and smashes it. And I mean, so the questions aren't the problem, okay, is it? For a start, it was you, no. Clearly. For a start, right? I ha- I go for a start. John didn't have <laughs> for to a start. Go on. No, John didn't have to put all the emails in. I still had to do all of that. I still had to like right, okay, first, That's the start. I still had to do that. Yep. He didn't have you saying to him every five seconds, last one, last one, choose one, choose one. I did have a lot of grief, time. to be I mean, fair. I got, I got a fair amount of stick. Yeah, we did. We did do that quite a few times. And also, like, there wasn't any ridiculously no, long ones. That, just moving on, just ploughing on. No, there was also not any, on, like, I mean, I noticed there's one, I've just had a look here, that there was that, there was one that we received today, and okay. it looks a bit <laughs> shorter than the one I remember looking at on, on Gmail, John. Have you... Have you been at it with the scissors? Of course. <laughs> he's he's trimmed it down. He's but done his job. No, why is he allowed to do that? But as soon as I did that, I get accused of censorship. I've got Matt having a go at me saying, like, you've got to read everything. You've got to read everything in full. Whereas John does. It's fine. No problem. Because John's got a bit of credibility about him, <sighs> I think. That's the difference. Well, I'm professional, just professional off editor off the street. in my um, email signature. Yeah. It's like, this Editor. is this is what makes me laugh, is that, you know, you put yourself up there with John and Sean. Like, when we were, when, when Sean was on, you were going, oh, what about Sean? Yeah, Sean's done a bit 
in you know in terms of games media right oh what, what about why don't you treat john in the same way john's done a lot in the gaming media yeah okay, you're Dave, not up there with them what you can't you done, compare Dave? i've created i created joypod <laughs> um which, which was podcasts. huge yeah i mean I, I i pretty much created gaming podcasts so show a bit of respect. Ridiculous. Like, honestly, what have you done, James? We've done dark calls. We did that. I was I was the one who had to no, no, suffer no. through that. It was no. I was the one that put you on dark calls. I was the one that made you something. Okay, that's not true. Come on, we've been through this. You Absolutely can't compare yourself to Sean or John. And oh, also, sorry. I mean, remember what were you, you doing before you knew me with Joypod? You screwed me over anyway because I was supposed to be like I was going to be on that, and then I was gone <laughs> for a bit, and then it was like, oh, let's get Sean in instead. Was... Have you ever have you heard that story, John? Yeah, you told me that before. Yeah. yeah, it might go the same way on TCGS. Sean will come come knocking, and I'll go. Yeah, no, of course you can come back, Sean James. I'm afraid we're full up this week. I'm, I'm afraid. <laughs> yeah, we are going to stick to four. Um... <laughs> oh, yours. Uh, just get prepared. Okay, go on, continue. Uh, on last week's show, eagle-eared listeners may recognise or remember that I had a, a little comment at one point saying, oh, wouldn't it be great if you had more tips, then we could buy £800 worth of editing software. Uh, Leon Cox and Kenny Mintz has come back to us. It was actually closer to £1,100. So <laughs> I'm glad that's been clarified, Leon. I don't want people to think that we've only spent £800 on our editing software. Yeah, I mean, Leon's been great. He sent me the receipt, basically. I've got the, <laughs> the Adobe order the number here. I've got the date. You know, it, and it was close. It was £1,092.16p. So thanks for the clarification, couldn't, Leon. Couldn't I have used that to edit down that podcast so it was less than 11 hours long? <laughs> no. No, they couldn't. Every word was needed. Never um, insanity. I, I've been, I've been, uh, I've been invited on a cane and rinse. I don't feel what? I'm allowed. To, I don't even know if I'm allowed to be to say what one it is. But I've been invited on an upcoming cane and rinse. So do you know what's great is that whenever we invite someone on our podcast, we're like, "Hey, mate, you, you know, we'd really love to have you on the show." Uh, you know, what, what are you thinking? Let's talk dates, blah, blah, blah. When I got invited to Kayla Riz, it was like being summoned. I got an email <laughs> that just said, date, time, attending, question mark. And I was like, and it was like a Google calendar invite or whatever. It wasn't a, hey, Dave, we're thinking about having you on the show. Do you think you'd be able to do it? It was like, boom, you coming or what? <laughs> It's like, all right. Uh, so, yeah, hear me soon on Cane and Rinse. Also, I listened to some Cane and Rinse the other week because I had to remind myself how dry it was. And there was like someone bleeped out a swear word on it. And I just thought, oh, fuck, yeah, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to sort that out. And I, I'm going to have to get all my swearing out over the next few weeks before I step up to Cane and Rinse. Uh, and I try and avoid calling no, but, but, anyone. Wouldn't, a it be, cunt. wouldn't it be funny if you just said, fuck every other word and then they really have to use our <laughs> software they really have to put it through its paces <laughs> really get their money's worth yeah 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 really test that thousand pounds worth of yeah. audacity um yeah no, I've, I've, i'm quite looking forward to going on that show again i like leon that makes one of us um speaking of <laughs> editing software chris o'regan one of my heroes about you. I think At Mamo's audio track was off towards the end of the last episode as he was talking over everyone. Um, Dave, I mean, you've said many times, you know, you did editing, you've been what you, I think you called yourself your podcast hero, <laughs> you basically invented a game and podcast, you know what you're doing, and yet we're 
86 episodes into this show. You've been doing it for years, as you told everyone countless times, uh, but there's still editing mistakes. So yeah. what happened um, last week? Well, okay. This is not me blaming you, Matt, because you're not at fault here. Um, basically, well, yeah. m- Matt's audio is always dog shit. Like, I- not in terms of, not in terms of sound quality. You, look, you've asked me a question. Let me fucking answer it. All right. Um, the, not in terms of the, uh, audio quality itself, the but there's something weird going in, well, questionable. Um, th- there's something weird going on with his, like, time. <laughs> no, <laughs> great. One minute, I'm glad, I'm glad one that's minute. covered. Are you going to keep doing this or are we going to get through this together? Are you, you going to let me have my piece? What's happened? I mean, that's twice now, isn't it? You've tried wise cracks and fucking failed, but fine. I mean, I'll let it out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll try. I'll try if I remember. So sometimes he comes in too early. Sometimes he comes in too, like say for the first hour of the show, the time in terms of Matt's audio file is fine. Later on, it's all over the fucking shop. And I genuinely thought I had it last week because he was way too early. So I pushed it back a little bit, and uh, and then Joe started shouting at me to, to get off the computer and pay some attention and all that sort of stuff. Uh, and so I didn't check the last half an hour, and you were late. Hands up. Totally my fault. I apologise, um, Matt. I'm sorry about that. Also, there was another problem that you might not have noticed where I listened back to it the next morning and um, last week I said where James was from. Oh, said, did you forget to no, I said, No, I edited out, no, I edited out the word <laughs> I said <laughs> I edited out <laughs> uh, with a bleep. <laughs> but the problem is... The, ne- the next day, I was listening to the final edit of the show, and in the background, John says, <laughs> like about an hour after. Yeah, he and just I shouts like, it. What the fuck? No, he doesn't. He goes, um, uh, what is it? Oh, yeah, yeah talk, when you talk walk about- into the, the gaming. Yeah. Look, can we just stop saying? <laughs> <laughs> but so basically, I text Matt, and I was like, fuck, John says, what we do? And he was like, well, is, does James really give a shit about us saying? anymore and i said yeah and he said well i'll do it i'll download it and i'll edit the word out so last week's show did not have now can we stop saying it now though okay what you're listening to now right that's taken me about an hour's worth to sort that out (laughs) that mess out back there right so appreciate the joke please thank you mess um (laughs) yeah Okay, right. <laughs> so yeah, that that happened last week. So again, Matt, thanks for sorting that out. I no apologise for for missing that. And that was all because James is weird. Like that. That's literally what that was all about. James is weird, so we have to keep editing that out. Thanks, yeah. David. <laughs> Matt, stop now, because I would have definitely time stamped when well, I. Well, you're gonna forget half right. of these, so it'd be me doing it anyway. Okay, so <laughs> I apologise, Matt. You helped me out last week. I appreciate that. Good. Well. um keep apologizing i've got some feedback here i'm going to read all the feedback i don't want any interruptions just listen to what i'm about to say orchimedes hi i'd like to apply for the position of at computer game poll that was previously held by at matt murray how long until it's available george uk your memes are weak old man uh mark fletcher is this another one of your crap memes i don't get it uh, Sam Quirk genuinely got to the point where i can't tell if it's the dave turner's troll tweet or a genuine attempt at humor from matt murray Mehmet uh, or UK Meho Matt using ancient memes is like some sort of internet archaeologist there's an aura of artfulness around it 
I mean, you know it's bad, right? When even fucking late to the party is slagging me off. Shit, mean that. Shit, mean <laughs> Why that. Why like, in these memes? Shit, mean what, that. Like, like the- hang on, Rich Warner, Dadcaster, now using memes they discovered on their office's <laughs> random channel on Slack. Ben Warner, I reckon, always rely on TCGS for the hottest memes. I mean, we get the point. It goes on. Um, I would like to make an official statement. Those memes were not me. Someone is screwing me and basically undoing all the good work I've done. I mean, I, I know people joke about all oh, the memes, the memes, but like there's a weight of intellect behind those memes, right? <laughs> I'm using the most recent, the most relevant memes. I do put good work into that and it is, I, I think, I think, I think they're well worth no, uh, watching. And then, you, and then someone, I don't know, one <laughs> of you, shut up, one of you has then started doing like memes from 2006. You did, you did like that Sean Bean one, like Winter's Winter's Coming, whatever that was. You did. <laughs> oh, hang on. You did. Um, oh, you did, you Man, did like get your about... memes right. You, you're all over the place. <laughs> yeah, come on. You don't know yeah. a fucking meme. Oh, it just. You... Right. Okay. So it was me because I was bored. Right. Well, at work, I, I, and I just thought Matt. Matt. Every fuck Matt with all the shitty me. memes. Right. <laughs> That's what's beautiful. Right. There's there's a few things that I loved about just putting these shit memes out there. The first being most people thought it was you. The second being you genuinely put tried an attempt at humour on Twitter. And someone said, I can't tell if this is Matt or Dave taking the piss. <laughs> and it was actually your tweet. So well, yeah, whoa, whoa, you, whoa, you whoa. really are that bad. Really? No, I don't think that was me, was it? Well, when you put prepare to buy over over Dark Souls limited edition yeah, thing. I, I thought that was, that was a great pun. No, that that reply, I can't believe, I can't, I can't tell if this is genuinely Matt Murray or David Turner taking the piss. That was a reply to your prepare to buy, which people have been saying about every special edition that's come out since Dark Souls <laughs> 1. Like, oh. they said the same thing every time. I know, it's sound is off the Christmas list for that. that. The, the the third thing that made me laugh was that Matt, when he was kicking about it, or kicking off about it, he was going, these aren't even good memes. I know, Matt. That's the fucking point, you idiot. <laughs> like, that's the whole thing. Yeah. It's just embarrassing, though. I'm, I'm being a bit serious. It's just embarrassing. And now, like, well, I mean, anyone who thought us in last week, it just, that's, it's, we're using memes in 2006. Matt, Matt, right. Yes. Okay, let me explain, let me explain something to you. Please explain, right? Dave. You, you love memes. You love memes. I right, love a meme. Love, I'll be honest, I yeah, love a meme. Love Who cu- doesn't love a right. meme? Okay. I don't love the memes. That's fair enough. That, that, that's fair enough. But what you're seeing in the memes that I posted this week is what everyone else in the world sees when you post your memes. That's what they say. There's, there, there's no difference. Okay, mine are older, but it's the same <laughs> amount of cringe. It's exactly the same hey, amount of cringe. One of yours didn't make sense. It was like, one does not simply listen to CCGS. Ex- <laughs> uh, sorry, you're criticising my... Like, I chose to post shit memes, like <laughs> rubbish memes, and you still can't just let it go and realise that I'm taking the piss out of you, Matt. One of them didn't make sense. I know. I know, mate. I know it didn't make sense. That was the fucking point. Half of yours are fucked up and weird. And then and then I go, what is that latest thing you posted, Matt? Well, haven't you seen on CNN three minutes ago, Donald Trump was in there and said this. No, I haven't seen that know, yet, mate. I've like, been busy. They're, they're happening as, <laughs> as things are happening. I'm smashing memes out there. Anyway, whatever. It's annoying. Right, and, well, and now all I'm saying is thinks- that now you're getting an insight into everyone else's world when you fill up their timeline with horse shit. We may have a decent amount of followers, Matt. Bet a lot of those people have muted us. Bet a lot of well, people well, have muted us. Well, that's their loss, frankly. If they don't like us, they can just unfollow and fuck off. I muted us. Ooh. It was terrible. <laughs> Did you really, Jay? <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't. It's clearly bullshit. 
Beautiful. Okay. Is that anyway, it? thank you to every listener, everyone on Twitter who follows us and believe they were me. Thank you. I mean, the amount of times I'm like, no, it's not me. And they're like, yeah, the, the boy. Actually, my favorite one was um, Ben Syme, Scientologist. And I was like, it's not me. Don't believe these. And he said, it's the boy who crimed a meme, which I want on a T-shirt. Um, so thank okay, you. Uh, get that to get that on a T-shirt, Matt. Um, John suggested putting the quotation marks around Praise the Sun. And I must admit, John, that that was probably the best idea you've ever had. Uh, I looked at it and just thought, because I said to John when I was chatting to him about it, I said, I just want people to look at these memes and feel like a little, like totally, completely empty inside. <laughs> <laughs> and those quotation marks really, uh, Don't worry, Dave, I did. Home. I came and up with went, Praise the Sun as well. You had something different. Don't forget oh, that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's something like, let's Don't do forget, it. I undenied <laughs> about those quotation marks for a full 24 hours, but I think it turned out right. Yeah, it did. We did all right. Uh, yeah, so it, it was me. Sorry. I was bored at work. I just thought it was lunch break and I had nothing to look at. And I was like, oh, let's go on a meme generator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great. You should have seen the ones I didn't use. You will soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it is okay. annoying, I'll be honest, but whatever. I mean, uh, anyway, if you want to leave us feedback. <laughs> what? <laughs> at, at computer game poll on twitter or the computer game show at gmail I, mean, I will be honest david i did kind of enjoy your ones more because they were just yeah, shut no, up so james they were so ridiculous so that it was just funny because of that you know rather than trying to be edgy and cool it was just it yeah. was terrible but funny <laughs> the, the, the worst you. thing is right i had at least four others i was like oh if, if someone wasn't mugging me off right now i've got I mean, I was going to do loads of like, you know. The worst, the worst thing was, you did post a meme in the week, and my one's got more likes and retweets <laughs> than yours did. I don't think I did, did I? I thought I was off meme yeah. duty. I, no, I don't think I did. I, I didn't. And I must have, again, want someone I'm else. I'm pretty sure you did. I'm pretty sure you did. I looked at the stats, and I had like eight favourites or whatever you call it, likes or whatever, and uh, you had none. It, so. it doesn't matter. I, I, I didn't do any, so whatever. Let's move on to news. Okay, news. Okay, so we've got two things that we're going to look at here. But the first one is the Nintendo Mini Direct. Because, I mean... Okay, let's get into that. Because the internet kind of had a meltdown about the possibility of there being a Direct. And then they slipped out a Mini one. And... Why did people think in the first place that there was one coming? How did they know that there was one due? Are they regular at this time of year? Usually there's one in January, yeah. And also there was like a... Like, you know, the Nintendo Russia like sort of said that there was going to be something as well at one point, and uh, yeah, then kind of people went crazy, and then there was a massive thread yeah, there was and a things, big and... thread on reset yeah. error, wasn't there? That and it was kind of crazy. just I think it got locked. It was like hundreds of pages, people losing their minds. And then <laughs> Nintendo started trolling everybody with the tweets that they put out, uh, kind of like you actually, Dave. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was it was just madness because I was kind of only like a quarter paying attention to any of it, and I was like, oh well, they're either just going to do a direct or not i'll just wait i don't know i guess that's what happens when you've got kids and stuff to do yeah but, yeah, yeah but anyway yeah. um so what do you want to do? do you want me to go through what they revealed like over it yeah, yeah let's nice. go through one by one mm, and if we okay. want to talk about something because it was it was pretty good wasn't it it was, it was. i was yeah, surprised i thought so so first of all we got there was a remake of the world ends with you for switch which is you know it's the ds square enix rpg so that's getting re-released which is, is that any good have you played the original one i've never played it no 
I've actually played this game. Um, and th- I, this game has, uh, leaves me with bad memories because, uh, I played this game on the train on the way home from Brighton many, many years ago after seeing it recommended, I think at Edge. And it wasn't really my cup of tea, but I played it all the way home from Brighton. I didn't really get it. And then I lost, I left that DS on the train uh, with all my games. Wait, it was oh, that bad. Just my that, memory. Yeah. It was that yeah. bad you thought it's not, I, I've since done that again, but, uh, yeah. Oh, was that, that the that, first, that, that. was that the time that I knew you? Cause, uh, no, was... no, that was my 3DS that I lost. But yeah, oh, God, I, I, I lose awful. things. But yeah, it's bad. But um, yeah, the, it, 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 it worked with two screens on the on the DS. Yeah. It was like one screen was this kind of RPG thing going on in Shibuya in Tokyo. I think it's Shibuya or Shinjuku or something. Someone will correct me. And the bottom half was like kind of a weird action game, a bit like a rhythm action game. I yeah, can't quite remember. That, yeah, was, but people love it. I know that. It was a rhythm, because I remember when that came out and then, because there was quite a lot of People also saying it was really quite confusing as well to play and like not, it definitely not was. that great. But I know then that it has got a massive fan base as well as people really loved it. Yeah. It also, I mean, it got released cool. on iOS as well, like not so long ago. And I think, I don't know if this version is going to be the same, you know, sort of, same sort of thing, but, um, yeah, that's coming. Right. Um, cool. next we've got Pokemon Tournament DX DLC. I'm sure nobody cares about that. Shall we move on? Does it, do they really, did that foul? Because I remember playing demo and thinking, well, this ain't for me, but is it, I mean, I, I'd have thought that the license would have been enough to gain interest. No, is that oh, again? It's I another think, thing. I think it has a, has an yeah, audience. Definitely. I just, yeah, I, I don't think it's massive or anything. But yeah, Elliot saw it and he, he was like, "We've got to get this." I'm like, spending fifty quid on this shit." I didn't swear, <laughs> it, but you know, <laughs> I, I, do it, I do it selectively, John. Like, I don't let them see the whole direct. I'm just like taking the bits that I want them to see. Because <laughs> they're chopping them up in the iMovie. <laughs> <laughs> no, they didn't announce anything, actually. Yeah. Okay, so next we've got... There's a uh, Kirby Star Allies, uh, the Switch game that's coming out on the 16th of March now, and they just showed some new stuff for that. Any- that's one character that I've never really got on. One Nintendo character I've never really got on with. I think I played one um, Game Boy Kirby game and thought, I guess this is all right, I guess. But um, Harry seemed pretty excited by it, so we might end up with it. Uh, at some point, but yeah, I mean, is anyone a Kirby fan here? No, no, like you, I've never really, I've never really spent many times with Kirby's games. I like the little guy; he looks funny, and you know, I want to like him. But anything that I've ever played with him in, it's always been weird stuff. There's a couple of weird games on the um, on the SNES Mini, which I didn't really get on with when I tried those, like that weird golf type game. And then yeah, there's a few like DS games that I never really played. I mean, I'm sure that some of them are great. Uh, this looks alright. It looks decent. Mm. I didn't play Kirby's Epic Yarn or anything that, like that. That was but, really good. Um, I enjoyed that. Was yeah, it? that was, was, it that good? was on Wii. That was. I mean, yeah, because it was like a precursor to like the Yoshi's like style one, and it was it was really very good. It was a yeah great game. Cool. All right. Fair enough. Okay, and then we've got more Kirby. We had Kirby Battle Royale for 3DS is coming yes, out. Here we go. Hundred Kirby's jump out of a plane. <laughs> is that what? No, that, that's that's, that's the it. joke that everybody has made um, since, since this news came out. But yeah, Ooh, <laughs> James, he's, he's he's got his finger on the pulse of comedy at the moment, Matt. You got to watch it. But yeah, and also uh, Dragon Quest Builders for Switch. Um, they've both come out right now. What is that? They said there's a demo out. Um, what is it? Well, this is it's been a out a while, hasn't it? It's yeah, it's been. It came out no, on PS4 out- and everything else like for a while ago. But it's oh, right, it's okay. a kingdom builder. Like so, it's like after an adventure has sort of taken place, you're sort of tasked with rebuilding the kingdom. And it's kind of like, as I can guess, it's kind of like Minecrafty. As in, it, like, well, it yeah. certainly looks out that way in terms of us. Yeah, eth- the logo uh, aesthetic. Well, I'm not sure if it gameplay wise is the same. But. Yeah, it's uh, okay. Yeah, it's constructed. Fine. Then we've got another release of Hyrule Warriors on the Switch, including all the DLC. 
that's pretty cool. I mean, a, a lot of people would have missed out on that. Yeah, so it was a good game. To, to get that out there, I mean, yeah, it wasn't a terrible game. I enjoyed what I played of it. Um, and if it's cheap enough, like eventually, which it will never be, um, I will pick it up yeah. because why not? And then the first really good stuff, which was Mario Tennis Aces, is yes, coming does in, look in the spring. Oh yeah, I forgot does about it? that already. Yeah, does it? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm up for a tennis game. It looks great. It's Mario. Yeah, I'm well up for that. The only thing that concerns me is that when Mario Tennis first started coming out, it was a genuinely half-decent tennis game, and then they oversaturated the the power-ups and stuff, and it become complete pointless mess. It's like, you know, the football games have never been good because the power-ups are like, yeah, you pick up a power-up, and it's like, you score now. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, I used well, to where's love, the fucking fun Prince in that? Was it Soccer, and if you had them boots or whatever the move was, you just scored a goal? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. You get a goal now. Yeah. Um, you have the boots on. Yeah, and that's uh, that's how Mario Tennis went for a little bit. It was kind of like back and forth, back and forth. He's got a power up done, you know. And uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm not writing it off by any means, but I don't think it, the series has really got enough credibility with me for to get excited about it. Hopefully, it'll be better than that last one I played on the 3DS. You know, the there was that. Yeah, but that was one of was, several different games on there. That yeah. was one of the better ones yeah. of the of the sports selection as well, but it wasn't that great. I know. I think it looks all right. It'd be something good to play. Okay. All right. Okay. Then we've got uh, more JRPGs. We have got Ease Eight is coming. Uh, anyone care? No. Uh, Harry. Uh, Harry uh, literally first... booed that when Sorry. it came on screen. <laughs> he was booing it. The first <laughs> it really professional funny. review I ever did. Actually, this, I was going to say the first professional review I ever did uh, was an East game. It was actually uh, Bomberman on the DS. The second professional review I ever did when I was on Games TM back in 2005 was East 3, I think, something. It was on the PS2, I'm going to say. And I was just, it was back in the day where, like, when you worked on a magazine, you'd just be given stuff. And it's like, yeah, good luck if you know anything about this. And it's like, obviously everyone had the internet, but it wasn't the same way. You can just bang on a YouTube video to work out what the hell the series was about. And honestly, I was just completely lost. So I had to play this game for a day. I barely got anywhere and then wrote about it. I mean, that's my confession. I wrote about it, gave it a score. Can't remember what I gave it. So yeah, if you read that review. A 10. 12 years ago. It was a fucking shame joke. it wasn't good, John, because you could have said, like, ease are good, ease are good. You know, it would have been brilliant. I know, I know, Whew. I know. Next. We all have okay. regrets, Matt. Yeah, I'm, all, I'm <laughs> still regret from that last line. What <laughs> is going on, Matt? What is going on today? It's like, <laughs> just forget it, move on. Okay, then... <laughs> that is the first time I've ever heard James sound like a teacher. Like, you know, <laughs> like the first time he's ever sounded like he could work in, in a university. <laughs> what is going on today, man? Right, what's going on, mate? <laughs> I can do that more if you want, but you know, I don't want to. Please. Anyway, uh, then also some new DLC for Mario Odyssey. Um, so there's ah, oh, what a surprise! This is the good. What a great surprise! This was good though because there's some new costumes, which that doesn't matter so much. But this, the other mode, looks fantastic, like this Luigi's Balloon World. But oh, Balloon Hunt does it look fantastic? I think so. Oh yeah. my okay, god! Especially well, if it's offline, if you can play it with just one other person or whatever like in the room, that'd be fantastic. oh yeah. I suppose right, okay. local so would be quite nice for a kid. That's that's what I said. Um, I tweeted about this the other day. I don't think it's going to be local. Mm. I genuinely don't because they would have mentioned it in that direct. I'd have think. I'd have thought because we're not going to see that again before it comes out, are we? I doubt it. No, I mean, not. there's rumours that there's going to be a proper, fully fleshed Nintendo Direct coming soon. Um, but the fault of playing it local play would be brilliant. You know what I mean? I'd love that. And I, we, I, I would spend hours on it 
uh, with Harry just hiding balloons and finding them. So for those of you that didn't see it, it's um, yeah, it's just a free update for Super Mario Odyssey. Luigi turns up with a load of balloons. It was like, yeah, do you want to come and play balloon thing? <laughs> and you're like, yeah, all right, I'll play that. Um, there's two game modes. One of them is hide a balloon. One of them is find balloons that have been hidden by people all around the world. Um, there's, I'm assuming Luigi is in every kingdom, like um, many of the characters are on this, uh, because it showed various different kingdoms where you could hide stuff. Oh really? Uh, I, the I, idea I, on is, the video, I just I thought it's just New Donk City, but no, no, no. On the video, it showed the Sand Kingdom. Oh, cool. It showed I think, most of them. Um, and so the idea is is that you hide a balloon, and then the less like people try and attempt to find your balloon somewhere in the kingdom, and if they're able to do it, then uh, you get you lose points and if they don't manage to find it within 30 seconds then um you get points and there's a world ranking system and that it sounds brilliant like it sounds like really good fun for someone that's absolutely smashed their way through mario who's got nothing else to do on it i think i could get another couple of hours out of mario out of it um but yeah i'm just praying that it's got local play because it would be so good to be sitting there with harry and sort of um and i know what people say is wouldn't he be able to see where you're hiding it that's fine. I've not got no problems with that. I'll shut my eyes when he's hiding his. Like I'm, sh- I'm sure we can handle that our end. It's fine. Don't worry about that. Um, but I've got a feeling that's not going to be the case. It's going to be online only, which would be a bit of a shame. It's going to be fun. You know, just um. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. We will still have a lot of fun trying to find these balloons and stuff yeah. while we're playing. Elliot is fired up for that mode. He hasn't shut up about it every single yeah. day. Is it out yet? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's out in February. We talked about this, and he's like, uh, yeah. "Is it out today?" <laughs> But yeah, yeah, he's fired up. He, he, he's currently in, uh, on Mario Odyssey, just going through. He's nearly at the 500 moon mark, but he's kind of not in any rush, mm. as you, you're not when you're six. But he's just going through every single world and just like exploring all the geometry, trying to get to out of reach places, just sort of really like rinsing the absolute hell out of every single element of the game. So this is perfect for someone like that. That's yeah. really, you know, I reckon his his hidden balloons are going to be pretty good, to be fair. Yeah, I've d- I mean, it, that's exactly what I've been going through as well. I mean, Harry, I sent Joe an image of Luigi that uh, Andy Hamilton sent me on Twitter. And she just rang me up and said, I've shown it to him and he's just had a breakdown. Like, he's just had a complete meltdown. And the moment I come home, we watched the video together, which I was looking forward to just, I didn't want to know what was going on in mm. that game mode. I just wanted to know if it had enough detail so I could get home and show Harry and it'd be worth him watching something. Um, thankfully, Matt, after me saying, don't tell me anything, just bundled into the conversation, went, well, David, it's a balloon hiding <laughs> that can be carried out from New Dog yeah. City. One of you hides that. I was like, what the fuck have you just done? I, mean, I, 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 didn't, I didn't read that line where he said, don't tell me about it. <laughs> right, I didn't didn't read that bit. You just like just thought you'd just blur it out there. Mate, uh, Dave, you can't have a go at people for not reading text messages properly. A good point. Um, yeah, come on. So, or writing them properly. So we got home, we, we watched <laughs> yeah. it, and... Uh, because he knows his birthday's in February and the update's in February, he's now waking okay. up every morning saying, saying, um, is it his birthday yet? Because that's all he cares about is seeing Luigi in New Donk City. That is like top of his list at the moment. Uh, it's exciting, isn't it? Yep. It's exciting. It is. I get why some people might look at it and think, mm, okay, but it's free. It's more content, isn't it? It's more stuff for this brilliant game. It's free and parents are going to love it. Like people in our situation are going to fucking love that. So it's all good. I'm well happy. And also that night outfit looks the bollocks. So I'm all over that when that comes. Uh, yeah, it's good. Okay. And then the next thing was SNK Heroines Tag Team Frenzy, which is okay. it's okay. A, next game. It's a game featuring only women that can be played okay. with next only game. one button, apparently. Uh, yeah. So there you go. 
Okay. Next game. Are you trying to make a point then? No. It sounded like you were trying to make a point. No, it's not, no. It's, uh, that's Are you trying the, to make a political point? No, the not really, Matt. Why would I be doing that about this? You tell me. Well, no, you just asked the question. Ooh, it's getting awkward. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. I mean, awkward in a really petty sort of book club at school way, but carry on. Okay, and then we have Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battles getting Donkey Kong as DLC. My son was delighted by this. How does that work? Because I thought the like the whole thing with Marion Rabbids was that it was a story thing. Mm-hmm. So, do they inject it into a story? What's the deal? I don't know. I don't know how that will work unless it's got extra extra. Because I know they've got like extra missions you can do like outside of the the main story. So maybe it's with that. Do you have to pay for it? Um, yes, there is. Well, but yeah, so it says here, Don Kong will be a playable character and he will star in his own story oh, yeah. that will also include a new world. Okay, yeah, how much? Fair uh, it says it's included in a 1999 season pass, but they didn't announce a single yeah, price for that. it, even though it is available <laughs> as a standalone purchase. Okay, fair enough. I'm close to buying that game, not because I want to buy it at all. I don't want to play it, but it's on kids' TV constantly. Mm. And, uh, it's all right, and but we finished Mario Odyssey. You saw how annoying it was when we were up at Matt's last time. It's, it's Yeah, and imagine me who hates that sort of game. Mm. I'm going to be a nightmare on it. Like, I... I I should just get that idea out of my head straight away because it just it'll ruin my relationship with my son as I'm as I'm screaming naughty words at Mario <laughs> because he's not moved in the right way. Go on. Okay, then Payday Two is coming at the end of February. Um, yeah, that's a, a switch that one off quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, likewise. Yeah, scary masks, big guns. Mm-hmm. Oh fuck! Where was the where was the warning there? Nintendo, come on, we all had a go at Sony. Let's have a go at Nintendo for that now, shall we? Hey, yeah, good. All right. Admittedly, women weren't getting beaten to death with uh, hammers, but still, come on. Okay, and then next. the next one we had is this is this Fe or is it Fee? How do you pronounce it? Fee, I, I Fee, 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 I thought, yeah, or Fee, yeah. That that looks good, doesn't yeah, it? Yes, three D action again coming to Switch mid middle of February. It's all right. Is it debuting on Switch? Because I swear I've seen it before. Yeah, I've seen I think it might have been on a previous. I think it's on other stuff as well. I think. Yeah, uh, looks alright. Looks all right. Then next we have from the makers of Tower Fall Celeste um, is coming. This is going to be the real deal. Yeah, 2D platform. This is going to be the real deal. Guaranteed. What type of game John is Denton that? Guarantee. It's a uh, it's a uh, platform. It's a platform game basically where like you play as this girl and she's trying to scale this mountain, but it just looks like it's like screen by screen type deal, and it just looks like every single screen is just full of ideas. Uh, very similar movement mechanics to how Tower Fall actually works. It looks like. Uh. But, um, it just, it, it, I saw a trailer for it about a year ago for, um, on Twitter and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, this looks business and it just looks better and better and better. So yeah, I'm pumped. I can't wait for that yeah, to come out. Yeah, it looks out. great for Switch. Was there, well. was there a release like month? 25th, yeah. Yes, yeah, this month. 25th of, of this January. This month? January. January. Oh really? Okay. All right. Oh, well, I'll have to that. Cool. Okay. And then we had Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze is coming to the Switch. This is one of the most exciting things they announced yeah. uh, for several reasons. Firstly, it's an excellent game that, you know, we all know that the Wii U didn't sell that well, and um, even with the units that they sold, not many people would have played this one. So for it to come out on Switch, if you've not played Tropical Freeze and you're, you've got a Switch, then you m- must buy it. Like you should absolutely buy this game. It's such, excellent. such a fantastic game. It really is. Um, it does. You know, it, there's a. It's a lot harder. You know how um, you have Mario 3D World. And then you had uh, Yoshi's Woolly World, which was yeah. just that little bit easier than 3D World. Uh, well, Tropical Freeze was just that little bit harder than 3D World. It was like, it, you know, it was like, like that. Like, uh, like New Super Mario Bros. 
Sorry? Like New Super Mario Bros. U then? Like the 3D World? Yeah, yeah, I guess. I guess. I'd say it was a little bit more, a little bit harder than that, to be honest it's with you. Um, it was, yeah, yeah, it's pretty hard. Yeah, it has some really demanding. tricky moments. Um, they've introduced a new character, which is basically the, the, making it easier character, you know what I mean? There's a character that, that won't get killed yeah, when he falls uh, in spikes. Yeah, I think that's a good move because then, like, the, the game's way too hard for, for Harry probably at his yeah, age. Yeah, oh, totally. And, yeah, we'll yeah. see, we'll see with Elliot at six, but. Yeah, having that option is is a great move. It's also got, yeah, it's a great it's move, got yeah. co-op as well, isn't it? So you can play like two player at the same time. It looks mm-hmm. it looks really good. Yeah, exactly. it's, it's, I I said this before, I think on um, my old podcast, but that to me was the best platformer on Wii U, which is saying something because you know there's some amazing platformers on that, that's but that was the yeah. one. Yeah, so that's coming out, and the the other reason that excites me is that there we are absolutely going to see a lot of Wii U games coming out for this system. You know, they they will slowly start to leak them out, and mm-hmm. if they, you know, every other Nintendo Direct they announce a Wii U title coming to to the Switch, then that's perfect because there'll be a, a load of games that you know I've played 3D World to death, but. I'm pretty confident that's going to come to Switch at some I'm point. Sure and when it does, that I'm is sure fantastic. That is fantastic if that comes to Switch. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. I'm definitely excited. And I didn't finish Tropical Freeze, so maybe it's a, maybe it's um, an excuse to jump back into that. And then the final thing we saw was Dark Souls Remastered is coming to the Switch. I mean, this was all trailed before, wasn't it? The the thing. Yeah, it was leaked beforehand, wasn't it? Was coming. Um, by Kotaku. But then also, uh, apparently, according to Kotaku, like two and three are going to come later in the year as well. So that's interesting. Yeah, this is this is a strange one, isn't it? I mean, we were talking about this. Is when you've got a um, a remaster, you now have to sit down and say, do I want a 4K version of that game or mm-hmm. do you want a portable version of that yeah, game? Yeah, this is also uh, coming to Xbox and PS4 yeah. as well, isn't it? PS4, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's a tough one. I mean, what would you go for in this situation, Matt? Because um, you're playing the game yeah. at the moment, so... Yeah. I mean, I, I know it's not going to be the case, but I would love it if the saves did did carry over. And if that's the case, I'll definitely buy an Xbox. I mean, I'm, I mean, as it stands, I'm I'm probably not going to rebuy it unless the saves do carry over because I'm happily playing through the 360 version. But um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't. I mean, from what I play, it doesn't seem like it really fits the Switch. But who knows? Also, you can't pause on Dark Souls. So when you put it, when you turn the Switch off and whatnot, what what I presume it will pause. You can still suspend the play, can't you? If you hit the guide button. Yeah, you can do that. Oh, we can? Okay, well... Oh, um, oh, I guess you can, yeah. Good point. Um, yeah, I mean, at this point, I'm, I'm not going to bother, but uh, I'm, I'm interested to see what it looks like on yeah, on, on PS4 on um, free and uh, Xbox One particularly. I think on the Switch one, it'll probably look like how we've remembered it on the 360, you know, once day. Um, I, I mean, they, I was thinking this, oh, which one am I going to get? And then I thought, well, what? I'm not going to get any of them. I'm None not going to get either yeah. of them. I've, <laughs> I've, I've finished the game. I, 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 there's no way I'm playing it all through again. I mean, I love it. It's one of the best games of all time. And, um, in the same way as what you said about the Wii U, if you missed out on this game, then you should absolutely play it. It's really good. Um, but yeah, no, I, I can't justify playing that game again. Um, if I was though, uh, it would probably be uh, like a PS4 game for me because it's not just the whole playing it in 4K thing, but the one downfall that um, uh, the the handheld side of things for the Switch has is that the triggers are really... I, I really noticed this with Human Fall Flat. The triggers are not great for holding down for long periods of time. Um, and... My word, your your hand starts to ache very quickly, uh, and that game it, you're holding the triggers quite a bit, 
So uh, I think it will come a bit uncomfortable quite quickly. Uh, but other than that, I mean, do we want? It's a good game. Buy it. Can't go wrong, really. I mean, are the chances of, let's say, putting over absolutely zilch? In my mind... I'd have thought so. Yeah, I thought so, yeah. Yeah, I would have thought so. Yeah, I would have thought so. I'm kind of psyched to see it in in 4K, to be honest. I I think it's awesome that it's coming to the Switch. It's awesome that they're all coming to the Switch. But realistically, I just, yeah, I play mainly the Switch and handheld on, on, on trains these days. Am I going to play that on a on a train? That was that, <laughs> that funny the th- thread that came up on Twitter about me playing the Capra Demon on a plane. That's that would be a terrible idea. But yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, just, I don't anymore. know if I could physically do it. But again, if I was going to replay Dark Souls, that's the only way I'd have time to do it. If that makes any sense, I'm not going to uh, sit in my normal gaming space and replay that game. But you know, traveling. It's different on a Switch. Like I, I, I make time for games in ways that I wouldn't necessarily on normal consoles when I'm playing on Switch, just because yeah, I'm stuck normally. It's a good point. It's a good point. I'm full of them, mate. Okay, should we move on? Full that's, of it. I mean, that's, <laughs> right. No, no, James, let's sit. We're in an awkward silence. <laughs> oh, no, did you want to like what listening. you thought? What you thought of it? I mean, like overall, I mean. I thought it was a. I thought it was very strong for a mini direct, mm. and this was announced as a mini direct and not like a full proper one. I thought it was very strong. I thought it gave hope that um, they are going to continue to add to Mario Odyssey. We had no idea that that was coming, um, and then you know we they started announcing Wii U games, and for me, I, I think that's very exciting because. As I say, you know, Smash Brothers, if that comes, fantastic. I'll definitely play it. Uh, 3D World. There's just a bunch of games on that system that I wouldn't mind them just porting over to the Switch. Uh, and it wouldn't feel cheap and nasty. It'd, it'd just be, hey, no one played these games. Give us a break. Let's stick them out. Why would you complain? See, I thought, I mean, this was, I thought it was a really positive direct because there was so much here and this was like a mini one. If you remember back to what it was like towards the end of the Wii U, where they have oh, like God, it was they'd have like a yeah. full direct, and there'd be like one a game or something like that, or two games, yeah. and it was it was awful. Whereas this, I mean, there's a lot of variety here, loads of stuff, and there's rumours there's going to be another one later in the month. So you know, probably won't be, but yeah, so. hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> I remember those dark days towards the end of the uh, the the Wii U's yeah, life. Terrible. Yeah, where they literally come solid. out and said, yeah, but, uh, "So uh, I, I don't know if a free DS with stars on it." Yeah, all right, Nintendo, cheers. Thanks. What? What is Galaxy that? Edition, That's literally... Mate. Or Galactic Edition? I can't <laughs> remember now. Galaxy, Galaxy one, Edition. And there was all those people saying, going... oh, they're going to release Mario Galaxy on the 3DS. No, they're not. It was... Uh, it was nah. a... I, I genuinely yeah, thought... Dave that was that, one of those I mean, people, James. He was, yeah. I, just, I was totally one I, of those people. I also people. roundly mocked him for it as well when it was when he said it It wasn't going to happen. Yeah, after the fact no, that and, we found and, out that and wasn't before happening. As well. That's when you, you started laying in. And before. You missed the hindsight. Go on. Oh, okay, miss, so uh, next uh, we've got... Um, um, hang on, just before you go into that. I mean, um, these uh, Nintendo Directs are brilliant, aren't they? Like, I, I know When they first started, a little bit, they were, uh, it felt quite weird, and obviously they... Uh, you know, did away with their E3 presentation of the series Direct, but now they feel like this is just like such a great way to give us all these trailers. I'm surprised Sony and Microsoft haven't started doing something similar. Yeah, Matt, they're kind of I ahead had... of the curve, really. Sorry. In that one, just yeah, just in terms of just sort of delivering direct to an audience and not having to rely on going through uh, media or press, they, they you know, or, or you know, presentations, uh, E3s, and things like that. They were f- rarely for Nintendo are they ahead of the curve in yeah. anything. Um, especially when it comes to uh, in, to media and the internet, but um, yeah, they, they've been doing this for a long time now, and I think they've hit on a formula that really works with the you know the different headers that come up and the little teasers for later and things like that, and yeah, the pacing's good. 
So, yeah, fair play. Matt, I had exactly the same thought process <laughs> this week. After watching that one, I just thought, I mean, I, this is genius. I can't believe this isn't, like, not. I can't believe anyone, not everyone's doing this. I mean, it's yeah. so successful. David, David. It generates so much hype. And, yeah, I, I know what you're going to say. Major Nelson. You've got you, the Major's Minute. Yeah, it, that's <laughs> exactly what I was going to say. The, you know, the alternative is Major Nelson yeah. going, look, do you want an unboxing video? I've got it out of box. What else you want? <laughs> it's like, mate, come on. Um but no, I, I, I find them really exciting and very, like, entertaining to watch. Like, genuinely entertaining to watch. Um, and I've got a feeling that that's going to be now, now be a tradition in my house where I don't watch a Nintendo Direct until I'm at home and then I watch it with a boy. I'm, I, that sounds great to me. Um, and no wonder they, they pulled out of E3 because nothing good comes out of those stage performances anymore. Yeah, like the amount of yeah, money and time joke. and effort, like, so many Microsoft must have to undertake to get those those presentations right and then nintendo just do that and they control it when they yeah, want but do you think do you think they could do that do you think microsoft or regardless of yeah, how of talented you think and and yeah. do you reckon they could do something similar for it to work on the same level yeah, of course I mean, it's just a I'm bunch of so trailers sure. and a voiceover I'm yeah but sure they haven't could... microsoft haven't got like the, one of the things that nintendo got is the sort of the charming factor that they kind of have with yeah. this which microsoft really don't have like I mean, they've got Major Nelson, as I said, and it's not—he's definitely not charming. It's—I just can't see how it would work. No, I'm totally with you, James. I think I think that's that's exactly it. And I mean, that sounds like a bullshit answer because it's you know it's the sort of thing Nintendo fans say, but I think it's true um, that you know when you're showing constant gun battles and you know soldier marines and all that sort of stuff, Sorry, what's that? Uh, which is good. Soldier, soldier Marines. Marines. Oh, Soldier yeah. Marines. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm, they're I'm, the ones, aren't they? Games of Soldier Marines. I'm sick of them. So. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not an army not man. Another, not I'm not military man. Soldier Marine game. I'm not an army man. Um, you're, yeah, you're but, no, but when man. you're showing when you're showing that sort of content repeatedly for for that amount of time, you can't really have a jolly guy in between going, "Ho oh, ho, okay, right." And do you remember their brain dead thing that they did? Was it at Gamescom they, before the Xbox One, or, or just before the Xbox One X came out? I can't remember when they did it, where they had those uh, the brain dead like influencer slash community people sitting on the sofa in that bright room, and they yeah. filed in different creators oh, yeah, to talk to them, terrible. and they spoke like it was like a it was less edgy than people in the broom cupboard, and you know CBBC when we were kids. It was it, it was <laughs> like, not, I don't know not, not we, we were all for. saying who is this for? Nobody nobody wants to consume this sort of shit. So yeah, they just <laughs> hang on, hang on. Yeah, YouTube influencers. Yeah, I don't know Matt does. Were you into it, Matt? Yeah, but even them, they, they, you know, they're out there filming dead bodies and stuff. They've got some edge. Like, I mean, who are, they, who are these fucking... They're like me's just sitting there, just like blank-faced. It, it, it was awful. But, you know, if, if, if those guys are listening, yeah, you know, fair play to you. you got to make that paper. It gives a shout-out. Right, next. Yeah. Okay, so... The- don't, actually. I don't want a shout-out from that shit. <laughs> okay, so the next bit of news is worse, as in, like, depressing, which is the allegations of unhealthy studio culture at Quantic Dream. At the computer game show. <laughs> <laughs> so this wouldn't be allegations, though, is it? It's, uh, it's true. That's Whoa, true. Okay. Sorry. Enough evidence. Go okay, on. so first up, these are allegations, so I'm not saying that any of this stuff is true. Um, so anyway... The heads of Quantic Dream have been sorry, accused of... Sorry, James, did you, you, did you laughing to yourself, you James. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just say that and then everything becomes all right to say. It's not like a, you can't... It's not get It's fine, out it's cause, fine. James. I'm not saying any of it's true. So the heads of Quantic Dream have accused of inappropriate behaviour. Should I read their statement first? Because they, they've released a statement since this came out. Well, you should probably re- talk to us about that story first. 
What do you want? Do you want the statement first or the allegations? Well, the allegations. allegations. Okay. So the behaviour apparently includes sexist and racist jokes, which they weren't apparently the heads weren't involved in, but they turned a blind eye to. According to Eurogamer, there's also a cache of 600 controversial photoshopped images from 2013. Um, yeah, apparently these images include uh, collaboration uh, collaborators of Quantic Dream in sexual positions with homophobic and sexist slurs, or made up to look like Nazis. And so, uh, yes, that's the thing. Uh, these images were allegedly shared in group emails, and they were discovered in 2017 when the head of IT was the subject of one, and complaints were made. And so, yeah, it's uh, it's it's not so good. Okay. Yeah, so what was, what was their response? Okay, there's more. Do you want, do you want some more <laughs> as well? Because I, I was getting no feedback there, so I wasn't sure if, if the mic John, was working. John, have you seen that famous video where the uh, there's an American news presenter and he goes, uh, no, get the lady back here. You did, you, he didn't answer her question correctly. You've not seen that one? No, sorry, mate. Oh, people will know it. <laughs> but that's exactly what's just happened. Because no, I wasn't. Because oh, we've, okay, we've been having. I'll tell you how to do your job later. Don't worry about we've it. Been on, having trouble, no, we've statement? been having trouble with Discord, and I wasn't sure if it was working or not. Okay, go on. That's bullshit. It's true. Oh. Okay. So anyway, let's let's continue. Um, so yeah. <laughs> apparently, Cage said that they hadn't seen all these images, just ones that were in. Um, this is what he said: funny or more or less amusing. Um, Cage has also been accused of making inappropriate jokes to uh, to and about women. And in, in addition, according to Eurogamer, others have apparently witnessed homophobic or racist jokes. One incident involved a burglary caught on CCTV after watching Cage allegedly asked an employee of Tunisian origin, is that a cousin of yours? Um, so we got Cage has also said allegations are ridiculous and has responded by saying that he worked with Ellen Page and Jesse Williams. So how can he be homophobic stroke racist? Uh, that, that, I mean, that, that is just the most ridiculous reply I've ever heard in my life. I mean, it's, go, go on. And then he makes it worse by saying, judge, judge me on my yes, work. He, he probably shouldn't have said that. Um, well, there's two things, right? First, you know that people, there's a group of people that really don't like your work, right? So that's just asking for trouble. Secondly, no, we won't just judge you on your work because this isn't an allegation f like pointing towards your work. We're judging on your, your work ethic and, and the environment you're creating. That's totally different. You can't say, judge me on my work, but you're treating people like this is a fucked hold up on, work hold environment. On. We don't know how he's treating anybody. No, no, no. Oh, totally, totally. What, what I'm saying, though, is a response to those allegations should never be, whether he's in the right or wrong, whether these are true or false claims, it should never be, just judge me on my work. It's got nothing to do with your work. Like, surely you want to be going out there and defending the environment that you've created if you feel that you're being wronged by these allegations. What has this got to do with the work you produce? Well, I mean, he... So was that, that wasn't their statement, though, right? That was no, just that the was, thing he said. Was, no, no, he, that, was his, that, was their first, that was his first thing that he said. And then they came out right, gone. more recently with a much, like, you know, more sort of well-judged statement. Uh, do you want me to read it now, yeah? Yeah, go on. Okay, so... It says, this is their statement, Articles published today level various allegations against Quantic Dream, its management and employees. We categorically deny all these allegations. Quantic Dream filed a complaint several months ago and further complaints will follow. We invite interested parties to read the responses of our employee representatives and health and security uh, committee to answers to questions submitted by the journalists prior to the publication. Inappropriate conduct or practices have no place at Quantic Dream. We have, we have taken and always will take such grievances very seriously. We value every single person who works at Quantic Dream. It is of utmost important to us that we maintain a safe environment that allows us uh, all to channel our shared passion for making video games. 
Yeah. I mean, this is a tough one because we've been, we've, I, we mentioned this before, haven't we? On, um, mm. in very, like, on, across other stories is, is that it's easy to go along with the allegations. And in, in fact, it's, it's right to in certain instances with that you don't want to make people that are whistleblowing feel like they're liars, right? It's important that they should be able to feel free to come out with these allegations uh, without being persecuted and called liars and written off. In the same instance, there's also that feeling of guilt, uh, innocent until proven guilty. So it's a kind of weird thing to wade into at the moment and start commenting on. And I think without wanting to sound too arsy about it, when people started sending me messages saying, well, what do you think about David Cage now, David? I'm just kind of like, no, hold on. You can't say, well, this justifies us slagging off his work. No, that's a, that's, pro that's, you're now commenting after this has all exploded. And B, uh, you can't really use what's come out now as an excuse to the way you reacted and some of the stuff that you said about his work, because that's all you had to go on on the time. And this stuff has come out afterwards. It's there's a, there's a disconnect there. It's not, it's not along the same, uh, same lines. Um, it's, it's a difficult thing to comment on because it's so complicated and uh, all, all I can say is that if this is true, then it's fucked up, you know, and I, I, my brain instantly goes, there must be an excuse for this. There must be, these images must just be between mates winding each other up and mates do go cross the line with each other because they feel more comfortable. Um, you know, sometimes it's offensive for shock value, this, that, and that, the other. That still doesn't but, work but then in I, the workplace, no, does it? Well, that's what I'm saying. Mm. But then I always bring it back to what would happen if I was in an office and this was going mm. on. And I'd be pretty weirded out if someone was sending out photoshopped images of Nazis and stuff I've been around in, like, the not office. Not that part, but like the offices that I've worked in has been stuff like that all day. Just people but photoshopping would, each would other. Would you but, say like, how long ago was that? Well, 2005 to 2011. So That's did when you, I left did the you, office, did you feel like weird about that shit when it was going on or? Well, no, cause I was doing it too. It wasn't like sexist stuff against, it was just, you know, exactly as you said, it was just people being stupid and this could easily be that. And it could be something way more insidious, but that, yeah. that part was like, they turned a blind eye. What does that even mean? Do they even know? Like, or, or did he like, is he the, the arbiter of it all? And he, you know, he encourages everybody to do terrible things. We just, we don't know. This to me is a bit of a non-story so far. Um, I know I've worked in an office with, uh, the MD was a sexist, um, racist piece of shit. I've got evidence of stuff that he said. I'm not going to go into details now. I know that environment. I was in it. So I could talk about that one. This one I'm not. I absolutely agree with you that, you know, you've got to be very careful if people are coming out and whistleblowing or making complaints to, again, not brand them as liars. I'm not branding anybody as a liar. But this, this to me, in a culture of nasty things coming out a lot and stuff that really is worth discussing, um, this feels like, all right, I mean, grievances may be a bit of unpleasantness. Like, I, I can't. I mean, it's just, it almost, it's, it, I mean, people disagree with me, I'm sure, but it's like, this kind of feels like it's fucking nothing to do with me. But yeah, maybe he's a piece of shit. And if there's some more evidence, then I don't know. It's like, it, there's nothing here. I mean, yeah, if he's done terrible stuff, then obviously it's terrible. But what, what are we even talking about? Like, okay. It, it, I, I don't know. I, that's just me. Man. I just, I read the whole thing and I was like, okay. I, I mean, but I've got a, a experience of working in probably slightly unusual offices. 
Yeah, yeah, I mean, I I suppose, like, I see what you're saying, but then there's also the fact that, you know, we do care about games and how they're made. Like, we're always reading up about how they're made and stuff like that. And when you are into such, like, like, when you're bang into your computer games, you'd like to think that the people that are creating the things that you loved are not being treated like shit or, you know, working in quite quite a hope like it this wasn't just photoshopped images of each other if the allegations were were true the, there's accusations of homophobia and you know that's them racism in there and that's kind of like well do i really want to fall in love with a product that was made in that sort of environment do, do you just see what i'm saying well i know what you mean but like you were the one that brought up is this just banter between mates I mean, yeah, no, that's what so I'm saying. Even, originally, even if it's banter between mates, like as we said, if it's in a workplace, that's still not acceptable or right. Yeah, but and this shouldn't is the, be, you, well, shouldn't, shouldn't this kind of thing be highlighted sometimes cultures, too, like, so that people are aware that this sort a, a is studio going on. is very different to like a you know an administrative office. Is is it's a very different culture. I'm not justifying anything, man. Like it could be awful, but I just don't know. I wasn't there, and I I, I really don't know. I just until there's more evidence or, or, or more stuff comes out i still think it's a bit of a non-story myself but the whole is you know that doesn't belong in the workplace type deal like, uh, mm. i don't i don't <laughs> so it, it's a culture for the creative people in in video game studios yeah like, but what if is, it, what if in that in that culture of creative people there's people that really feel very uncomfortable with what's going on well, I mean, yeah, I mean, shouldn't they feel okay but, that you know that they should be heard about how this is making them? Yeah, feel well, it, it becomes an HR issue, doesn't it? I mean, I, I, I know it's, what, I, I'm not the fucking moral arbiter of what happens in in this office, and I don't, I don't ever want to be. You know, yeah, it could be awful shit, but I, to, to me, I, I, I kind of running myself around in circles here. But I think I don't know. I'm going to focus my attention on these stories that come out that genuinely, you know, feel really unpleasant. This. To me, it feels like a non-story so far. Yeah, maybe it's a piece of shit. Maybe the office has a shitty culture. I worked in one that's terrible. I guarantee the stuff that I can tell you about the office I worked in was way worse than anything I've heard about that one, but maybe their one's worse than the one I worked in. Who knows? Yeah, but just because something's bad mm. where you've been or whatever doesn't mean it's... like It doesn't matter how how bad they are. It's all bad. You know, it's it's not like... You know, it's not top drums. No, that's not what I'm, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying I know what happened in my one. I don't know what happened in this one. Mm-hmm. It's true that, I mean, there is a sort of, there's definitely assumptions being made. And we, as, as I said, it's a hard one to talk about because, I mean, you can't pick sides because A, you shouldn't really because nothing's been proven and nothing's come from this. And B, it's, you don't know the full details of everything, do you? It's all true. It's, it's just, it's, see, the thing is, I think it's easy for people to jump on, on this story because of, the things that, I mean, obviously because of the initial reaction of what he said, which is a bit like it wasn't a great way to sort of respond to it. Yeah, that, uh, that was boneheaded. And also, you know, people then point to, you know, stuff in his games as well that people have had problems yeah, with before. Yeah, but then that's, that's, again, that's just, that's nonsense, isn't it? People, people jump on it because he's a known guy in games that people tend to not like. To say that his games are representative of a bad work environment is horseshit. How so? I mean, no, 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 no one, no, no, no one said, but they were criticising when they were criticising his games. No one was turning around and saying, "Well, this is clearly because they're saying re- racist and sexist things in the office." No, but you're, okay, but you're saying so. You're saying here that whatever's created, like you know, by like a game studio, studio, whatever, it isn't influenced at all by the culture in which it's been created. No, that's that's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is that 
you can't now look back and say, oh, that's why that was in the game, because that, that doesn't make sense. A, you don't know the facts yes, and whether true. it was or what. But you could, you can't sort yeah, of you can't. look back on that now. I mean, you could say, what the fuck is going on with this? And then, okay, that might be down to the culture. I highly doubt it because so many people work on this game. It's not all in one office, all done by the same team. It's all over the place. So you don't, I mean, you don't even really know who was working on what. Um, it's it's such a mess with game development um, that I think linking those two just doesn't. I I don't understand that to be honest. But yeah, but with there you. is. But, I, I'm I'm just like playing devil's advocate here with this. But there is like this. There is the fact that he's always gone on about the fact that he is like a like an altier. You know, he's like somebody who's like I'm in. You know, it's my vision of all this and everything. So I think that is a reason why people. What, what what artists don't? What do you mean? What 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 per person who's in a creative position like he is, doesn't think that they're trying to produce their vision. Yeah, but he he particularly will always talk about that to the exclusion of it being like, this is, I'm not going to listen to other people and this is just my, you know, what I'm doing. And so if this if this is his vision and this is what he's come across, you know, from, you know, if, if he's created this purely like, you know, from what he wants it to be, then you can say that this is something which has come from his, you know, his, uh, you know, the culture of his studio. Hmm. I'm not sure I'm with you on that. No, I'm very sure any director of films or anything would say this is their vision, this is what they believe, this is what they want to do. I think any anyone... And of course, to make it clear, no, if this stuff is true, no one's justifying it. It's just, we don't know what the deal is. So, it's not... It just sounds like an HR issue. It sounds like a fucking HR issue. It doesn't sound like an internet police issue. Mm. And it is, but like I said, I think it's just because people also hate David Cage, and this is this has been a this is something to sort of jump on a bit. I think. And I mean, oh, I yeah, mean, I'm not absolutely. a massive fan it's of the games, but you know, it's yeah. We need to find out the truth behind everything first. Yeah, no shit. All right, go on. And that's it. That's all we've got for this week. Um. Right. Okay. So, what have you been playing then? Uh, I'll probably just get this out of the way. I've been. Just, I'm really sorry, everyone. I've just been playing PUBG a lot. Uh, yeah, like, d- that, ditto. I wish I could tell you about a new game that I've played, but I can't because every time I go to bed, I say I'm never playing that game again. Uh, and every time I wake up, I'm like, I can't wait till tonight to play some PUBG. I need that chicken dinner. And it was, I mean, John knows how bitter I've been getting about the fact very that I haven't had a dinner for the past couple. The worst was Friday night. I mean, I we got down to the final five. You played with us Friday night, right, James? I did, yeah. I beat someone to I death got with down my to fists. The f- it was great. <laughs> you did, what was it, final seven? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, five. We um, got down to five, I think, at one point. We got down to the final five. Yeah. It was me, Chet, and three other guys, um, and we got killed. Um, and I went to bed so angry that I was so close to my first chicken dinner that I didn't. I never wanted to play that game again. I mean, between Chet and I, we had seven kills, which isn't bad going. I had three, he had four, and we were like buzzing with, this is it, this is it. So we were in a good position. They just spotted us and sniped us from across the, across the map, and I was fuming. Then I went to bed. I woke up the next morning to find, what was it, John, Matt, and a couple of others had got a chicken dinner. Yeah. And I was just like, well, that's it, I'm done. I'm not going to play this again. It was me, Matt, and our friends, you yeah. Know. yeah, Class. So that so that night, um, I went back on. We had three games in a row, got down to the top ten again in every single game. And then I said, that's it, I'm done. It was one o'clock. I said, I'm not playing this game for a little while. I'm going to take some time off. And then... Um, our friend, uh, our other mate said, oh, let's have one more game. 
And I went, well, if you're playing one more game, I'll have one more game. And we've fucking done it, John. We've fucking done it. Go it felt me. so good. It felt so, so good. Um, yeah, a long time coming, but I finally got my chicken dinner now. Uh, so I think, like, I'd like to say now that I can put that game down for a bit and play some other stuff for a little while, but I just know that the techs are going to come in tomorrow night. Are you playing PUBG, Dave? And that's it. I'm going to be there. That's it. I know it's going to happen. Um, and I don't know why, really, because I'm not working towards my goal anymore. <clears throat> yeah, but the goal is to keep it. Yeah, the chicken dinner, it, it, it gets you. It gets you bad. So yeah, once you've had that it, taste, you want it again. James, did you enjoy it the other night? Because that was the first time you played it post-patch, right? Yeah, and it definitely has been improved. It's like the frame rate's a lot better. And yeah, it was still great. It was still really, really enjoyable, especially as I said. Beating well, the someone. Saturday, the Saturday after you played it, they released another patch, mm-hmm. um, and that's got a new control setup, and it's so much better. So the left trigger now takes you straight into first person mode, mm-hmm. like it's uh, a to- not a toggle; it's a hold down to enter. So it's basically like aiming down the sights in most um, first person shooters now. Um, and that that's made the world a difference because tapping the trigger to get into first person and tapping it to get back out, I never really click with that. I know, John, you've been fine with it, but it's always been a pain in the ass for me. Um, and now, now that I can just um, you know hold down that trigger whenever I want, it's just perfect. Yeah, uh, I'm sure it is better. I've just got used to the other one now, um, which is sort of yeah a wonky ass control scheme that's sort of brought over from the way the the mouse and keyboard control scheme works on on PC. But, yeah, I've kind of got used to it. But I might give the other control method a go as well. See what I prefer. Still still suffering from crashes. um, Mm -hmm. And there's still the odd, you know, glitches and problems here and there. But um, I'm glad that they they really seem to be updating it as much as they can. And we said this last week that how now that they've got the PC version up to 1.0, they're fully focusing on the Xbox One version. And I think they are. You know, you can fill every patch that comes along. It's not a little patch. It's six gigs worth of data, but you can really feel that they're making big differences and huge improvements to the game. So I'm I'm, I'm happy um, to put this to the side for a little bit. Yeah, I need to take a break. I definitely need to take a break. How about you, Matt? You've not played it for a couple of days, have you? Uh, no, because I've, I've been away for the weekend, but no, I'm desperate to get back to it. I, I know I do need to play other games, and I do have lots of other games to play, but it's just it's just been so good. You know, I, I don't I don't even bother texting people now. I just go online, there'll be a pie, I jump on a pie, and we play. <laughs> it's, That's what I said it, to James. It's, it's James like when we were like... heavily into Destiny 1. I just, you don't need to say, oh, gaming at 10? Just, you know, you go online, there'll be a party, there'll be games. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what I it's like. I said it. to James, was like, I'd like to play some more PUBG. And I said, well, literally, after 10 o'clock every night, log on, you'll see a party, just enter it, and then we'll work it out from there. Yeah, we did. Um, that's good. what it's been yeah. like. It's been good. I absolutely it's love good that. times. It's been so good just to everyone to be playing the same game on the same console. It feels like forever ago since that happened. And uh, yeah, and I'm still really enjoying the game. I haven't got mega frustrated. Um uh, yeah, like I said, like John, and I got a, a chicken dinner. It had been a while uh, b- before that, but um, no, it's just it's still really fun. But I, I do know I'm putting to play other games, but it's just so good. That was a beautiful chicken dinner. Then. That was. That was. It was a beauty. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so I've, I've got the hat chick now. The hat chick. That's officially a, a, a trademark John Denton uh, line. But yeah, that, that that's getting solo duos and uh, a squad. Uh, I have dins. no interest in getting one of those because I have. I, I, I mean, I, 
I don't mind playing solo play, but I'm not going to sit and play solo play um, constantly to try and get the chicken dinner with that one. You might get it just first go. Yeah, I might do, but I just don't enjoy it anywhere near as much as I do with with uh, duos or whatever. If yeah. I'm playing a game on my own online, it's probably going to be Rocket League. Um, so, I, I mean, I'm gutted because having a, chick, a hat chick to your name is good, but I, I can't do it. Might I can't happen. do it. Might happen one day, I don't know. I'm probably not. Anyway. But yeah, no, still really, really enjoying it. Um, I suppose we could tack on the news to this. Is that what Did I read today that Fortnite has now had 30 million downloads? 40 million. 40 million. 40 million uh, and 2 million concurrents are just hit. Um, to be fair, PUBG has hit 3 million concurrents recently on um, on Steam. So that's still the biggest game in the world. But yeah, Fortnite, I, I tweeted out today, um, business decision of the year in gaming. Epic dropping this battle royale out. Insane. They're, they're calling it, in, in that article, they're calling it the biggest game in the Western Hemisphere. So obviously PUBG's Korean. Um you know, out of all games, and uh, I think they're right. Like two million concurrents. Uh, obviously, they're on multiple platforms, but yeah, forty million players. Um, you know, absolutely, the game's not even been out that long. It's not been out as long yeah. as PUBG. It's it, it's madness. But I had another game on it actually. Um, I had a couple of games on it just uh, just to break up the the PUBG monotony, even though it's pretty much the same thing. And yeah, it's it's so good. It's so smooth. It's so slick. Um, it doesn't have the drama they made of PUBG. With campfires, but... John? Are you aware of what that is? So the, the, the thing is they keep dropping in new little items here and there that, that will last for a while and then they might take them back out. And they're just... I think their pipeline is a lot more... Com- I don't know anything about development. I'm trying to talk like I know what I'm talking about. But do you know what I mean? Like, like the way that they their content drops and all their server-side stuff is a lot smoother than PUBG's, um, probably based on a million years of running your own engines, etc. But they can just drop in a new piece of content or a new item uh, and try it out for a bit, take it back out, leave it in, change it. So the campfires was like an item that you could get that you drop down and everybody sits around it and heals. I never saw one. I didn't play it when that was in there. It may still be in there. So, yeah, that was they had the boogie bomb recently, which is like a grenade that if you throw it at someone, it makes them dance uncontrollably. Uh, they put in, um, like, uh, the whole game was silenced for a while. They dropped in a silenced pistol. Um, they're, they're able to be a lot more kind of... Seemingly, the game's a lot more malleable for them to do that kind of stuff with. So I still think the two complement each other. I still think there's room for both to play both. Um, PUBG is, is the drama, but Fortnite is, you know, the whole game's done in 15 minutes. Um, I think we actually have uh, a letter about it later, so I can talk about it there. But um, yeah, it, it's just, it, it's amazing. And we will see many more, as we talked about last week, many more Battle Royale games coming up, not just Kirby. Yeah, it, that, it, it, it seems plan, like Matt? Fortnite are prepping a, a new map as well. Like uh, uh, Ali A did this exclusive video the other day. Like he's like loads of the big YouTubers are, are YouTubers are still playing this game. Yeah, um, Ali's doing. Um, he's getting huge, uh, huge figures off. Um, sorry, off Fortnite. Yeah, I, I know Ali quite well. And uh, yeah, they're they're changing their map, which is fascinating. It's that they're not, they're, I'm sure they're making a second map, but they're actually changing their map significantly like they're changing huge amounts of the geography they're dropping a new city onto their existing map which is going to be really interesting to mm. see when that drops in the next couple of days but um yeah fair play to epic for it was a bit of a dirty move to, <laughs> to wholeheartedly rip so many things off PUBG. but um fair play i mean what a, what a brilliant business decision from a game that has was in development hell for years and years and years and you know kind of released to a wet fart and now is the bit what the biggest game in the western world i guess they call it yeah it, it, i i do it does look great in all the videos stuff i see but i'm happy we're playing uh battlegrounds for now 
I get it. I get it. But you should you, you should stick on a four nine ever solos and just go oh because yeah. it's fifteen minutes. It's not like PUBG where you like the game's like fucking fifty minutes and then you die. It's like ah oh, that was good and then go and do something else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dave, right, where are we moving from here then? Oh, sorry. Um, yeah. what, what happened there? <laughs> sorry, I don't know what. Totally blanked out then. I was listening. I was quite enjoying the the chat then. I just fucking blanked out. Um, James, what have you been playing? Um, I played Doki Doki Literature Club. So you actually played I it did. then? So was was this free? What was it? Because there was a bit of confusion about whether it was free. Or it not. is free. It's um yeah, it's free. So what's the DLC about? Uh, that's just like extra stuff that you can you can. It's like wallpapers and stuff like that. It's not actual content. It's just um sort of a way to sort of like their, like their own version of the um. The trademark computer game show tip jar yeah. is that is that what that pretty is? Pretty much, yeah. Fair enough. So yeah, I'm, I actually get something for it though. So okay, gotcha. So I play this because I mean, you obviously said I should, and um, I, well, I, I the reason why I said that right is because I heard I know that you're into visual novels and stuff, um, and uh, you know, I the, like I know you like the sort of Japanese themed shit like this, um, and I heard genre, that. Yeah. Yeah. It takes, yeah, that's the official genre. Um, and it ta- is, I've heard it takes that sort of concept and really sort of adds a lot of weird shit to it and sort of takes you um, by surprise. So I was more interested to hear your take on it rather than mm. it being a recommendation for you. But yeah, I mean, I, I did play, I played it over last week. And I mean, see, I've never actually played, I see, I do like visual novels, but I've never actually played a dating one like in my life. It's just, I don't know, I've just not really been terribly interested. But I have seen a lot of anime that covers really similar themes that, you know, it does it in a very similar way. I mean, they usually follow this kind of thing where you have like the dating game and then it, and then it sort of turns into a horror. They always follow the same sort of formula of trying to like lull like the viewer or the player into like a false sense of security before they then hit you with something shocking. So. In this in this game, I mean, you start off walking to school with a childhood friend who then invites you to join an after-school club. And when you visit the club, unsurprisingly, it's populated only by girls. And uh, each one has, like, the whole sort of, like, different personality type. And it, it sets up the usual sort of, like, harem-style, like, love triangle kind of thing, which is what these games usually do. Um, but the trouble is, is, I mean, it makes it, it's very clear from the outset that something is going to shift and there's going to, there's a preamble saying that if you've got depression, et cetera, you shouldn't play it and that there's going to be, you know, something's going to happen. So you're kind of waiting for a dark, dark turn. And you see in the anime, anime I've seen, the shock usually that occurs, usually what's really interesting about these shifts, usually in, in things I've seen before is that it massively sort of shifts your like the viewer's perception of the world. It really changes and makes you, you know, think back to all the things you've already seen and sort of reassess everything. And that can be really cool. It's like a really interesting way of sort of looking at things. Um, you see, Doki Doki Literature Club tries to do the same thing, but I don't think it really works. Um, for me, it, it didn't really work. Um, one of the strengths with this kind of story, as I said, is this, is the idea that they sort of, you know, sort of create this full sense of security and then the shock. But the approach here is different to most other things I've seen. And because what they, what they do is instead of sort of building like relationships with these characters that then make you feel something when the, when the sort of the twist happens, instead they try and lull you into a full sense of security by just being really boring. And by the dialogue just being very, very repetitive and uninteresting. And I know that what they're probably trying to do here is they're trying to sort of like mock dating games. They're trying to like mock this sort of, you know, the way that these are sort of, um, you know, sort of constructed. But 
In what in what way are they mocking them? Are they mocking them as as um, a type of game, or are they mocking them as in I think you know the boring sort of stereotypes that you get? Yeah, in? it's that, and also and like the dialogue and sort of the cliches and yeah, that sort of aspect to it. And it, it really feels like they're sort of. I mean, I wouldn't say mocking because they probably say that they're just sort. Of, it's like a homage to it or whatever. But it you know it's the problem is is it doesn't really ever feel like you sort of build up any sort of connection with these characters, and because of that, when the twist eventually does happen. For me, it didn't really have so much impact. I mean, I'll admit, I was scared for a few, for a few minutes after that. But then the other thing that, um, like anime that I've seen that usually does this really well is that they keep on, they'll keep hitting you with stuff that will knock you off balance, like over and over again. So you think that things have kind of settled down, you think things are okay, and then things will, you know, more things will happen again. But, for me, this didn't really do that. Once, once it, had, once the the reveal had happened, there wasn't really much that came after that. I didn't really feel it was kind of I was expecting like the way it went, and the ultimate outcome I found kind of disappointing because it's it's very kind of like Black Mirror. It's it's very you know like that that sort of style of sort of like oh this you know of like reveal, but. Black Mirror was great. We talked about. No, wait, um, yeah, I'm not saying it was. I'm not saying it's not great. But I'm just saying it was very <laughs> similar to that in the sense that it's. Because nowadays that sort of style is really like is really common and it, it's kind of a bit predictable the way the way it sort of did that. I mean, it does have a really really novel way of resolving the game, and which is really interesting, which I won't spoil. But I told you about it, and it's it's yeah, it's yeah, it's kind of like um, full full breaking, yeah, which is which is pretty good. And you see, normally I really love like these slow burn stories, but they only work if the dialogue is interesting enough to draw the reader in. And I just don't think it is here. It's um, it's just not. I don't know. I just didn't find it terribly interesting. Was the problem? So is it purely? Is it purely like a story you're following, or you? How do you interact with it? Uh, I'm a bit, uh, a bit ignorant with that with this genre. This kind of visual novel thing. Well, usually you can make choices at certain points. So there'll be points where you'll decide like who to go with or whatever, or you know sure. that kind of thing. But the the interaction is really minimal. There's there's not really a lot. It's mostly reading, and that's where the problem is because you're sitting there just tapping the spacebar to like to just get through this dialogue, and unfortunately. Because of the way that this works, it keeps things keep operating in a loop as well, and that would work if the dialogue was really interesting. But it's not particularly. So you're just like, oh, I'm going to have to read through this again, and maybe something will happen. Maybe it won't. It's um. Well, you can't just skip that shit. No, because I mean, think the whole point is that again, they're trying to lull you into the full sense of security. You know, to try and make you feel like oh, something's changed, something weird sort of going on. And um, I know. You see, the thing is, is back in I was. The thing that's most reminded me of was back in 2007, there was an anime that I saw that was called School Days that came out, and that was an adaptation of a visual novel that also did exactly the same kind of thing. And it was so well designed, and the story was deeply unsettling, and I still think about it now. And it was just really messed up, and it really played with my expectations. And given, like, I know there was a lot of hype about this game, I was really expecting something on the same kind of level, but... It's not. I just don't think it reaches the same sort of um, level of like similar Japanese games, and I can understand why because this was. I mean, this was made by you know tiny studio, just like one or two you know two people that worked on it over you know, a couple of years. But I'm not really sure what they were trying to achieve with it. Where it feels, it doesn't feel like a great horror game, and it doesn't feel like a good, you know, sort of um, it, like doesn't really feel like a great visual novel to be honest because it's just not terribly interesting. I didn't feel. I mean, it's no, that's a shame. Okay, it's, it's, it's right. worth a try. So, I mean, it's three hours. It takes three hours, and it's free, so it's worth a, a try to go through. But it's one of those things where I think perhaps if you'd never seen anything like this before, if you've never read anything like this before, maybe it would feel more interesting. But 
it just wasn't what I was kind of expecting the the way it to sort of go. Right, so this game's been getting a lot of press, right, mm-hmm. and a lot of streamers talking about it. It's been, you know, it's kind of blown up a little bit. Um, if you were to suggest one game that does what that game tries to do, but better, mm. like what what game would you say to play instead of this? See, that's the problem because I can't really, and the reason I can't is because I've only seen this being done better in anime. I've not seen it done better in games, but that's not to say that there aren't games that do this better. Is is this the thing? It's just that I haven't played them. So, so there might be a game that does this well, better. How about we put it out to the readers? Yeah, uh, readers, listeners. Yeah, yeah saying talking readers. Yeah, <laughs> suggest suggest uh, something along this line that I mean that does it better or, or something along those lines, perhaps. I mean, as I said, like School Days came out two thousand seven. That that was like a visual novel to begin with. Okay. On like um, it was on like PC and like PlayStation, I think. But uh, I never actually ever actually played it as such because that it's all like the multiple choice, you know, like kind of thing with that. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, you see, I really really enjoy this style of game normally because I like getting sort of drawn into a story and making choices, you know, from time to time. But this just wasn't that interesting. Was the problem? It's um, yeah. All right, fair enough. Is there anything else you play? Uh, just arms, which John was right about. It turns out it, online it is super great. It's very fun. And Hell yeah! What makes it, it so much better online? Just it's more interesting because you're playing against real people. It's trying to figure out you know what they're what they're going to do next, and it's yeah, it's really fun. I mean, I'm not a massive fighting game person, but. I've I've had a lot of fun in just the party mode, you know, not rather than even mm-hmm. ranked. It's um, especially the thing I especially like about it is the variety that it has as well. Like you have like the you know the hoops games and stuff like that as well, which <coughs> mix things up a bit. And uh, yeah, it's it is very very good. It's, it, yeah. What I love about it is that it has what I love from fighting games, which is the mind games, the psychology. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it has what I you know doesn't have what I don't really like about fighting games, which is all the sort of real very technical inputs and stuff that's very difficult to physically do with your hands you know mm. arms is an easy game to play but it's not an easy game to be good at but yeah there's there's so many bits in it that like, so many times when i played and i mean i lost like quite a few games and i just was like i totally deserve to do that to lose that i really should have done like whatever it felt you know it felt it felt very good to play yeah. you'd be interested to see how they though. deal with matchmaking yeah, that's what I was about to say. It'd be interesting because someone asked me a question um, on Twitter recently, saying, um, "When it comes to Rocket League, I want to get into it, but it feels like you know I'm way late and I'm going to get hammered online." And the good thing about Rocket League is that there's so many people playing it that mm. the matchmaking works really well. The really shit players, you know, they drop to the bottom. Um, so when you want to start learning, if you wanted to jump into Rocket League, you'll have no trouble doing that. You'll find your level. After you've done your unranked games, you'll definitely find your level and uh, you'll start building from there. You'll be playing against, you know, weak, weak players and then you can build up with a games like a game like arms where it feels like the player base is a lot lower. Now, I don't know that for a fact, but generally they are the, the sort of reports coming from this, that the game's sort of struggling to stay alive. How does it feel coming in as a complete newcomer? It's fine. I mean, it's the games that I had felt really well balanced. I mean, I was winning some, losing some. It felt fine, and then you got That's ranked good to as hear. well. Yeah, it's there's there was a lot of. I mean, I had no problem getting games. It was. I mean, I think maybe yeah. the discount recently may have helped. Like maybe a few I think people. It's, have, it's done over a million. Yeah. Like, and that was ages ago. They announced that, mm. so I think it's done okay. Uh, and the good thing is, like most of the time, you you only need one person to play with. Uh, obviously, there's the the games with um, the doubles games as well, mm-hmm. but and the party lobbies fill up quite quickly. And I, I, I stuck it on the other day. I had a couple of ranked games and had no trouble finding games. So, yeah, unlike uh, you know Lawbreakers or something like that, where you need twelve 
um i think yeah I, i'm glad that it's uh, well I'm, I'm really glad actually that that you actually got into it and uh, and sort of see what's so good about it yeah i mean so yeah that's great to hear i mean i think i mean i've enjoyed it so far i mean i've only played it really over like two weekends as much as i enjoyed splatoon 2 online like in terms of you know like for playing yeah it was it's, it's been pretty good I mean, obviously, awesome. completely different ton of games, but you know, still yeah. switch online ones. But um, yeah, really good. I just wish more people would play because it is it is very very fun. Definitely, cool. Ma- Matthew. Have you got any games to add? Um, just Battlegrounds and Dark Souls. I do apologise. Uh, I'll try and play. You're doing all right on Dark Souls, man. You're about to head down to Blighttown yeah. now. I um, it's exciting. On last night's stream, I went uh, into like, the garden or the forest or whatever that area is called. I did the butterfly. No, the, the uh, yeah butterfly boss. Um, so I think I'm probably due to go to Blighttown next. So uh, yeah, yep. Still, yeah. Lo- still loving uh, did it. You lo- still did, absolutely loving it. John, did you hate that area? Because that's a real sort of. Some people hated it. Some people liked it. Uh, the garden. Uh, no, the, the uh, Blighttown. Uh, it's where I stopped first time when I played the game originally on 360, just because um, it was just the frame rate was killing me, and uh, that's yeah. where I bounced off. But second time through, it was fine. Second time through, I got. The experience where, you know, like the basic moment to moment of, of Blight Town, or sorry, basic moment to moment with Dark Souls, I was kind of, uh, familiar with. I'd also finished Bloodborne by that point, so Blight Town wasn't too much no, of a God, trouble. Yeah, yeah. And the frame rate on Xbox One, OG Xbox One, this was on Dark Souls wasn't that bad. Like, it wasn't great, but it wasn't like it was before. Yeah, I it, it, was, on it was definitely as well, smoother. So, um, yeah. Hopefully it won't be so uh, I assume it should. Theoretically, be be decent, but I think it was one of those situations where I bounced off it first time. It was like, you know, classic Dark Souls. You play for like forty five minutes and you get further than you ever got, and then you just get one shotted by something you didn't quite know what it was. And I'm like, well, fuck this. But I think I now played enough. When I went back to, it, I played enough Souls in general to kind of understand the rhythm of it better to not let that happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm still absolutely loving it. I'm. Uh... Yeah. Uh, so when do yeah, you get there to now, win Matt, the second as far as I'm concerned, like you, you're in. Now you'll you'll get to the end easy. I mean, we already knew you would because you set your mind to it. But even if you weren't doing the streams now, I think that you'd be there till the end. Anolondo, man. Um, mm-hmm. Anolondo. There's still that hurdle. Oh, it's hurdles. Don't get me wrong. Oh, there's hurdles. There's hurdles in Blighttown. But when do I get to win the second battle? Uh, the bottom of Blighttown. Bottom oh, of Blighty, uh, boy. Awesome. Okay. Cool. But yeah, uh, every Sunday for nine, if you're listening and you haven't really watched, and the uh, the full stream goes up on YouTube if you can't watch it. Live. Okay, then, uh, John, have you got anything else to add to our pool of games? Uh, well, yes, unlike you lot, I've actually put in uh, some hashtag graft this week. Sorry, uh, well, and, I mean, and yeah, played yeah, some games. John, you're new. So, well, you know, you, you've you really got. I mean, like we we've done so well, but yeah, new boy, you got to do some work. Mate, you're not in our league. I'm, I'm, we're bad. John's John's Premier League at the moment. James and I are probably Championship level. You're fucking still League One, mate. Because based on what? I mean, you, based on the fact that you never finish games. You do. You, you you've, you've been like this for months. <laughs> well, I haven't finished any of these games apart from one. Ooh, to be fair. Oh, with your research. Ooh, you well, want? I finished one, so uh, uh, you know that's more than you. But Matt. Also, Matt, he's not he's not bringing <laughs> this to Game of the Year, is he? Well, well we don't know yet. 
<laughs> Good point. Go Good point. Uh, so obviously the main game was PUBG. I won't go into that. We talked about that plenty. Um, and I'll quickly talk about another game that I played today, which is Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Fighters, I don't know. Um, the uh, the new 2D fighter from Nanko Bandai. It's out at the end of this month. It was an open beta today and yesterday. Obviously, it looks amazing. I don't know anything about Dragon Ball Z apart from like my brother used to watch it, where he's a lot younger than me, and my son watches it now. It looks good, but the game it looks really absolutely- does look good, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, the, it reminds the game me is absolutely, absolutely amazing. Um, unfortunately, the open beta wasn't working properly, so like I could not get a game. So oh, wow. um, I can't really judge it. We played the practice mode a little bit just to to, to get a quick handle on it. Um, looks amazing. Feels really nice. Um, I couldn't possibly comment on like the intricacies of the systems or anything. So I just didn't play it. Uh, we didn't play it properly. Um, whether or not I'll play the final version, I. Don't know, realistically, because I'm kind of interested in getting uh, into Street Fighter Five. If I am going to have time to play a fighter, but yeah, it looks the part, man. Wow, um, in I think it's in 4K on the X as well. I mean, it just looks absolutely magical. But yeah, I don't have a huge amount to say about that. But um, yeah, let me know if you've been playing the beta and if you get a game on it. Um, okay, moving on. Then I said last week that I would finish Hellblade: Senua's Sacrifice and talk about my final thoughts. And that's exactly what I did. Essentially, um, there was a bit longer than I thought at the end of the game. There's another two and a half, maybe three hours left. Um, taking the game, so it's probably pushing ten hours. So, I mean, they said it was like half the length, half the price, but I mean, it felt like pretty much almost the normal length of like a normal AAA action game. Certainly, especially from like a few years ago when you, you expect a game to be about eight hours long. But, um, regardless, I think it, it didn't end up finishing really strong. I spoke last week about how it's a game that I admire, uh, a game with an incredible central performance from the main character, Senua, who's, uh, you know, actually just the, the video editor from Ninja Theory who ended up getting the part of the, the main character, but let down by its sort of over-reliance on these sort of spatial puzzles where you have to move the environment, sorry, move the environment in around and look at it from different angles. And there is some more of that towards the end definitely and it's never fun I didn't find any of that enjoyable I didn't find any of that particularly interesting uh, and quite often quite tedious because you're just plodding about the place looking I'm not very good at stuff like that my brain doesn't work like that really but um, the sort of last hour really sort of hammered home the atmosphere the story which is hard to follow but kind of interesting um, is one of those stories that's kind of like half uh, literal and half you're following it and half like something something to uh, you know to interpret certainly the ending is like that and there's a lot of combat towards the end of the game and the more of the combat that I played it does overstay its welcome slightly but you can see that Ninja Theory know how to make third person action combat and they've kind of created a system that's it doesn't have the the combos of their other games it's not you know like pages and pages of moves it's very simple it's like a heavy and a light a parry a block and a dodge basically and like a, a sort of focus which is like a power like berserker mode type thing that you, that you get in games and it, but it visually is, is really arresting the combat so you get the, into these long fights towards the end with enemies after enemies after enemies while all the while that the voices in your head are sort of saying about um how things are going to go wrong and like, you know, you're going to fail and all this sort of stuff. And then it does this clever thing towards the end. I don't want to spoil it necessarily, but, uh, the, the voices kind of change and you start to actually use them in combat. It's, 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 it's really quite, um, uh, quite an amazing, uh, sort of technique that they've used there. And Ninja Theory has always been a studio that's not afraid to be experimental in terms of different techniques and using all the material that they have to, to kind of create something that's not like anything else. So overall, um, 
I ended up feeling quite moved and quite impressed with Hellblade. Um, I think it really treats its subject matter with care. I know it's come under some criticism for, um, it's got its kind of a central theme that you can kind of battle against your own mental illness and defeat it. But ultimately, I don't actually think that's the point that the game was trying to make. Um, I think there's elements of that within the game, but I don't think that's the, the point the game was trying to make. I think it handled everything with, you know, good, care and attention obviously i don't suffer from um schizophrenia psychosis so i I can't possibly know what that feels like but in terms of like giving me an idea of what that could feel like but within this sort of action game setting within this story going down into hell to find your loved one in this kind of norse mythology setting i thought that um it it was ultimately successful but uh, ultimately way too reliant again on those puzzles so i mean if i was to drop a score on it in the old-fashioned way it'd probably be one of those solid sevens but i really do admire it i um and admire ninja theory a lot and it's a game that's certainly going to stick with me uh for its high moments but there would also be i have to remind myself all that time when i was wandering around the place not enjoying it at all but not necessarily an easy recommend for people because it's kind of hard going but um at the same time i do hope that uh, people do give it a go and and certainly see what they think. So I know there's people out there who've got a lot more out of it than me, people who are less bothered by the puzzles, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, yeah, uh, I'm certainly glad that I got back to it and finished it and didn't just leave it half finished. Yeah, the puzzles seem to be a real sort of um, love them or hate them thing because I've I've read so many people saying that they absolutely adore the puzzles. Oh, well, if you this. adore the puzzles, then the game's superb, really. yeah. Um, but then, yeah, as I've equally seen people saying that they hate that side of the game. So, uh, yeah, it seems like a real Marmite part of the game. Mm-hmm. That. Definitely. But it seems like the, everybody's in agreement about the stuff it does so well, like the visuals and the audio and the, all that sort yeah, of I'll stuff. Yeah, totally, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so yeah, like I said, really happy that I, I finished that. And moving on to another game where it's um, very much sort of focused on its story. I started on Wolfenstein 2, um, the new Colossus, which I oh, yes. bought when I saw it super cheap and it hadn't got around to starting. Uh, and my word, that game starts off with a bang, huh? I mean, yeah, yeah, God. I'm, uh, yeah, the, 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 yeah, the start of it. Yeah, I mean, br- my How word. did you react to it? Um, I mean, I don't want to go into spoilers because I, I'm very happy that I went in pretty much not knowing anything apart from, obviously, the story to the first game. But Totally, but that, that big shocking bit right at the beginning... Yeah. How uh, did you react to that? Did you laugh? Because I laughed and I felt bad about laughing, but I just I thought it was funny. Um. Well, I don't know exactly what bit you're talking about then, but um. Oh, we'll have to talk later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I certainly didn't laugh. Yeah, I didn't laugh. I laughed <laughs> I don't know what you mean. God, There's a monster. bit I laughed at, but I don't think it was that. Um. I found that yeah, it was really quite um strong, and I just like machine games is operating in terms of cutscenes and cinematics and storytelling and dialogue, uh, operating on a completely different level to anybody, and I include Rockstar in that. They're, it's absolutely amazing how well in those cutscenes. What's that? Sorry. Do you include Naughty Dog in that as well? Oof. Yeah, in terms of the editing. <laughs> Yeah, I, don't yeah, know I think in terms of directing, I'll, I'll agree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just not necessarily in terms of story and narrative, but um, yeah, in terms of directing. Like, I love the yeah, way the, the cutscenes are shot. Uh, yeah, they're so kinetic. They're so yeah, they're like the efficiency of dialogue. The oh, I mean, they're just magnificent. So why it's such a fucking shame that when you play the levels in between, every time a level started, I was like, oh, I really think it's a step down from the first game. I'm, I, I need to play. You know, I'm about. And you m- played that recently, yeah. yeah. And I had my problems with the first game, but ultimately I think, you know, it, it was successful and it created uh, plenty of great scenarios. And I was just playing this and I was like, this is a plod, man. This is a plod. A, 
it's just I was trying to I was trying to put my finger on what was wrong with it because you hear I heard loads I don't really have anything to add to the conversation so far and admittedly I'm quite early on in the game so I need to give it it's, it's full shake and I will be finishing the game but you know the narrative so far on this one the discussion is like the gunplay shit the story's good oh, the gunplay's not that good the, the story's amazing that kind of thing and yeah I mean I don't really have a massive amount to add to that but I was like well, okay so why is the gunplay shit what is it that's that's going wrong here why is this failing and it's, I think it's a number of factors the difficulties balanced insanely um, I, when I heard about like the problems where you're not registering hits to yourself very well and you're not realising you're losing health it being too hard all this sort of stuff and I'm like these are all criticisms you can level at um, the new order the, the first machine games one but it's way worse here way worse here playing on a second hardest difficulty there were it was okay for a bit and then this is one section we just getting smashed instantly over and over and over and over again I was like this is rubbish why would I why would I bother doing this and so I put it down to the easiest one but that strips any of the tension out of the combat scenarios because it is too easy as easy modes yeah. tend to be so that's just a real problem with the balancing you've got five difficulty modes and the second one is, is too hard um, frustratingly and annoyingly hard uh, it seems like every enemy encounter has way too many enemies um whereas a you know well-balanced shooter a titanfall 2 or whatever it is a, a campaign shooter you'd have maybe eight enemies in this uh wolfenstein will throw 17 at you there'll be enemies coming from all directions i remember seeing catching them spawning enemies basically out of a dead end in the first game and i'm sure this does it in the same way and then the third thing from what i've played so far um which is yeah i think three main levels some um, uh you you boat stuff and then the, like, a couple of smaller little scenario bits is that I just don't think the level design's anywhere near as um, open or expansive as it was in the original. And that's saying something because it wasn't massively so there. But here is it's very tight corridors. Everything seems like a a construct. The the level where you land in New York is um you know I was expecting something kind of grandiose and epic. They built it up brilliantly in the story, and it's just this like kind of complicated, confusing labyrinth where you're just basically being pushed in a straight line through corridors and uh, and kind of tedious and repetitive combat scenarios so i don't think really that, that, so i found that one of the better levels though really i mean like some of the ones uh, yeah. really on the oil rig maybe or whatever it was he literally is going down like just just funneled yeah. down one sort of channel the, 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 uh, the new york one there's a bit of a a slight open area which i found nice but did you the um did you get to the the main like sort of boss bit in that yeah, yeah, I finished that Did bit. Did you have trouble find, finding where to go? Multiple like times. After, yeah, they're like the, specifically. No, I mean, specifically after that. Yeah, they're specifically. I've managed to, to fluke it in the end because I'm normally terrible at stuff like that, but I managed to, um, yeah, yeah, find the stairs back the other way, but really weird yeah. choice in how it signposts things. Yeah. It, the game it reminds me of, um, when you get into the, the actual playing of it is, Killzone Shadowfall, which I hate on, on on PS4, one of the PS4 launch games. So really disappointed so far in in the combat. But what a, what a contrast to when the, the cinematics are in, or even when they're talking. You know, dialogue appears yeah. as you're playing. I'm like, uh, this will get me through to the end of the game, just because I'm so invested. I'm hoping it improves. And it's just, I'm, I, the good thing is you can shift the difficulty. So I'm going to keep putting it back up just to try and get a bit of tension in the combat because that will help it. But if it keeps pissing me off as much as it is, it's it's a real weird balancing. It's almost like it's a, on a lower budget, but it couldn't possibly be surely because yeah. the, the, it's so lavish in so many ways. And I must say, it looks amazing on the X. It runs beautifully. Um, I don't know what resolution it is. It's not quite 4K, but it's running at 60. Like moves like a a whip. But 
Yeah, man, it, way worse than I thought it was going to be so far. But again, I, I'm going to try and put in a shift and, uh, and get that finished for, for next week's pod. But man, yeah, I need to try and get that done for, for, for next week. And yeah, then, um, I'm in the same boat, yeah. So I played one other game uh, this week as well, which I'll just talk about quickly. A game called Tesla versus Lovecraft, a bizarrely titled name. Um, this is another one I got in my inbox from the studio Ten Tons Limited, who did the game Judge with a Y. I don't know if you ever heard me talk about that uh, a, bell, a few yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. So um, this is a Finnish studio. It's actually been around for ages, and they churn out games like a motherfucker. I think they've converted all of their old stuff um, onto Switch. So it seems like every day there's something coming uh to switch from those guys and i can't vouch for the quality of most of their games but i played two i've played judge which is an excellent daft and hilarious isometric sort of robocop riff really high quality um arcade shooter and this which is another very very high quality arcade shooter you play as uh nikola tesla he's having a battle with hp lovecraft for a reason that's given a 20 second cutscene at the beginning and it's basically an excuse for uh you to as tesla to drop into levels have tech power-ups dropping all around you while you're fighting the creatures from lovecraft and it, it just it plays brilliantly basically every single time you drop into a level you have you can level up within that level kind of like a moba so you don't have an overall level throughout the game it's just you level up from one in each in each drop in each action scenario and then you go back and every time you level up you have a choice between two perks you go it comes up quickly like this one or this one like extra movement or more powerful bullets you quickly choose one level three like that so that's happening as you're playing and you also have a teleport you have triple teleport so it's a little bit like velocity it's a little bit like mr shifty if you've played that so you just end up with this like really fast paced exciting ta- almost tactical in a funny sort of way arcade shooter with like banging daft tunes really silly really fun like Finland has arcade shooting down to a T between these guys and Housemark. I mean, Housemark's like the pedigree. Yeah. Housemark's the Michelin star stuff. But this is like, you know, just going in and getting a fucking five guys or something. This is really, really good as well. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like, judge with the Y. If you're interested in something daft, kill some time when you switch. Like, I would highly recommend it. It's very, very good. This as well is out um, Jan 25th, I think. Um, this is like a, yeah, it's not quite finished yet. It's only on Steam at the moment, but it's coming out and everything else soon. These guys, it's, how much do you, how much do games go I for? I think like 11, 12 quid, something like that. So they're, oh, they're not too good. expensive. And they've got, um, neon chromes on there, which are supposed to be banging a uh, similar thing. They've got a couple of others. They've been making these types of games, like I say, I think since the nineties. So yeah, it's not nowhere near as like gorgeous and like pristine as the housemark games, but can't fuck with it like i played that um ruiner game which had all the hallmarks of something that was going to be amazing but then i played judge which looks like a piece of junk but plays i mean it pisses on that game and this so does this so yeah 10 tons limited my boys my boys and they just email and go here's a code for the new game no fucking about that's how it should be done <laughs> yeah that's a rarity day these days yeah my boys i remember oh uh, no i can't all right i can't <laughs> what <laughs> Nothing. Um, is that it? Is that, that's, you the, that's my games. Hashtag graft. <laughs> Wicked. Let's get on to uh, emails. Oh, me too. Let me just no, civil water for the working man. You see, what I should do is do you earlier, and then you got some time before. All I need is a sip of water. Too much good, dent. Isn't it? Yes, well, no such thing. No such thing. <laughs> right. Uh, emails. It's time for emails. So if you want to email us, it's thecomputergameshow at gmail.com. So we're kicking off with a long email. So I've had to edit this one. So apologies to, to Matt King, but you know your email is way too long to read. I like what you're doing to us. So it's still long. 
<laughs> so, hey guys, it's your boy, the Destiny Liker here with another email that this time isn't clashing with the Goatee Show, so hopefully you can find some time for it. That's exactly what's happening right now. So, you're probably going to mention Bungie's announcement about the big changes coming to Destiny 2. Uh, well, we uh, don't... Was that in the news, uh, James? Uh, James? James? Uh, I don't care. Go on. I I appreciate the honesty. We can talk about it now. So, um, Matt figured it was a good time to give some defense to the community's problems with the base game, as a lot of chance since launch has been a bit unfairly dismissive of them. Dismissive dismissive of them that's actually really hard to say the two main issues are a stale unrewarding endgame and eververse which is like the in-game shop uh, locking most rewards behind loot boxes side note there was a lot of side notes i had to kill a lot of them the campaign majority of the ux improvements are fantastic no one's arguing that the problems only emerge when repeating the high level endgame activities and finding there is almost no point in doing so uh, i personally put 2000 hours into d1 despite the repetition because there was always something to aim for that is a lot of hours D1 had a multitude of carrots to chase and boxes to tick, and Destiny 2 has almost none. Weapons and armor have fixed roles, so the loot pool is very safely balanced and incredibly boring. The majority of gear comes from handing in vendor tokens and receiving random items, and the bulk of collectible ships, sparrows and shaders are now locked behind limited time seasonal loot boxes rather than activities. Destiny 2's endgame is leaned towards Overwatch's reward system. Almost no progression and loot. There has so little impact, it's effectively cosmetic. Um, there was a bunch of other stuff, but he ends up... Thanks, guys. Love the show, and John's a great addition to the team that's why you got your email read out Matt. That's thank you very much read out. Uh, and sorry for the email length again i edited as much as i could no you didn't but um all good <laughs> all good so um, yeah do we want to yeah. get into this i i think when you can't really argue with somebody who's putting in those sorts of hours they know best but at the same time yes. like that's a lot of hours um i've heard similar complaints many times so when he says that uh, I think it's sort of people have been unfairly dismissive of them. I've had similar thoughts myself and I haven't put in anywhere near that sort of hours. But at the same time, I flip it around and go, well, I put 60, 70 hours into Destiny 2 over two systems and enjoyed it a lot. And I've still got content to get to, but I get it. Like, it seems that people actually want that horrible fruit machine hook. Like, I've talked about it before. You know, people kind of like loot boxes. They like that that dopamine hit and that's what destiny one did better than destiny two uh, so i get it in balancing and fine-tuning in smoothing and improving the game they actually made it worse for the people that just want that they want to smoke on that crack pipe and that's, yeah, that's it, totally just, yeah. Yeah. it was it was I, I know it's a stupid thing to say but it was almost too well refined it's just yeah it didn't have any i mean i'm not sure if i was playing for the mystery of the first one but the first one i was absolutely hooked i mean i was spending hours on my own just collecting you know, materials for goodness sake, but this one just didn't grab me. Obviously, I'm in a different, you know, it's, it, this is a few years later, different things have happened. I'm, you know, other games are out there and whatnot. And, um, but for whatever reason, this, and I'm, I still definitely one of my biggest regrets of last year that that game didn't grab me like I, I so desperately wanted it to. Yeah, see, because I always played Destiny because I enjoyed playing it. I loved the shooting. Like, I genuinely loved the shooting. Oh, yeah, I mean, I mean and, um, me too. It's, it's, it's still, for you me. say me too. But you were very much like, okay, now I've got to collect these materials. Let's go in and out of these caves. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, can we still, just do a strike and shoot things? I still thought the shooting was brilliant. Okay. But primarily, I played that stuff because I just really enjoyed playing it. And um, the reason I can't relate to these complaints is that when I play Destiny 2, I have the same feelings of just really enjoying playing it. I'm not too bothered about uh, loot stuff. Of course, I want to pick stuff up all the time. That's fun. No doubt, but um, you know, if it's not as intense as it was in the first game, you haven't lost me as a, a fan, to be honest with you. So you're right; we shouldn't write off their concerns. They're the they're the people that are putting in far more hours than we are. Uh, but at the same time, I can't relate to it because yeah, I think I'm that's uh, I think that's totally fair. I think yeah, 
Matt's right, but yeah, what you say is is totally reasonable, and that's kind of uh, where I am as well. Right, moving on. Uh, hi, chaps. Great to have John on the show. Um, thanks. We've heard on previous well, episodes you just about ones where, that are saying, "Oh, John's great." Is that it? Is yeah, this the like, if anyone wants to get their email read out on next week's show, just start it with "Great to have John on the show." Yeah, <laughs> no, uh, that's why your email has not been read out tonight. Matt, have you checked to make sure these are actually on the emails and he hasn't just written them well, in? Uh, yeah, just copied and pasted them. Just, just, John's the best. Anyway, uh, here's the email. <laughs> that's the next one. That's weird. Right. Uh, great to have John on the show. Oh, I we've forgot that. that. I said that already, didn't I? Um, <laughs> we've heard on previous episodes about how David, James, and Matt's partners aren't really into gaming much. Uh, I wonder whether John's other half was into gaming at all, and has John ever tried to get her into trying a certain game? That's from Kurt Lewin. Uh, that's actually a, a good question. She's not really. Um, unfortunately, video games make her feel really motion sick, like the worst person I've ever met oh, for you, motion sickness in games. Yeah, that's Almost any game. My wife gets that uh, as well. When I, did, she? Yeah. did I tell you about when, it, I, when I first met her? And I made her play Halo, and then she threw up in the sink. <laughs> when you first met her, first date that not, was. Okay, not when I, not when I first <laughs> met her, but after we've been dating for a while, yeah. I'm, I'm, she... Hi, I'm Rachel. Hi, I'm James. Sit down, Rachel. Uh, this is Rachel. Master Chief. Okay. No. Oh, that's, that's, that's a daughter, daughter in it. Oh, fucking hell, yeah, no. Chen. That's weird. <laughs> God, that got awkward. <laughs> Yeah, um, uh, James. Sorry, James. Um, sorry, yeah, James. This is a. Oh, I'm really looking forward to the date. This is brilliant. Um, you said it's gonna be a romantic meal. No, get it's hot, Master Chief, and it Master Chief. Get this, get this down. You get the Ethernet. Get Please, the Master Chief. It wasn't the first date, but it was after we've been together a while, and then I go my second date, and then she, then she threw up, and it was horrible because yeah, she gets really. She, <laughs> she, the thing is, she she won't try the PlayStation VR for the same reason. I keep trying to like sneak it on her, but she's you know because sneak it on her what? <laughs> When she's asleep, she's gonna wake up. Yeah, when she's, she's, she's gonna way. wake up one morning in a shark tank. We'll see what happens. You know. <laughs> <laughs> what well, do you want her to be sick? Well, not necessarily, but you know, it sounds like you do. It's kind of comedy, but you know, come on. <laughs> comedy. <laughs> comedy. <laughs> Nothing funny than when my wife's sick. <laughs> James just cracking up in the corner. I was just like, I was gonna say, I just put a little bit of rat poisoning in your dinner because it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right, to, moving on then um, yeah it's just very similar to be fair uh, I remember early on she played uh, Viva Pinata on the 360 loved it got obsessed but it just she just made her feel ill um, Fable 2 um, loved that almost finished it but that game had a bad frame rate anyway but as did Viva Pinata in fact so yeah both of those um struggled with and yeah she's she played the like first season of walking dead uh with me um did a little bit of the game of thrones game there's a couple of bits here and there she's got into she's really actually really good at tetris and, and poyo poyo but um overall not not massive interest and also they make her feel sick but she'll play a bit of mario with uh with the kids and stuff like that but did, yeah, did, did not... she get into any mobile games um well, she she played like that a thousand ways to die and a couple of other bits and bobs, but not like um, the the big ones like Candy Crush or anything like that. Yeah, Chen Chen will play like Tetris and stuff. She's playing try. Cross at the moment because she really likes that. But yeah, anything three D, she's not interested. Yeah, that's still way way more than Joe. She, I mean, she's never played a mobile game. She's never the closest thing she's come to gaming is um, SingStar. That's it. Uh, a little bit of rock band, maybe, but yeah, she never used to play the instrument. Jill's got into this new mobile game. I haven't seen it, but um, it, I think it's called Tinder. Oh, I don't know how it works, but she's <laughs> always on that one. It's, it's crazy. In terms of games, actually, like do you know one? Jill's Jill actually played loads of Connect games with me, mostly because I was playing them. But like Dance Central, we played loads of that, um, and 
that's someone ever like connect like you know jumping around ones but and sing star definitely a little bit of rock band but i think that's just when we were courting um but yeah she's yeah it's, it's not not a thing and she had to play um has she had to play any games because of elodie yet oh no no god no no i, I mean elodie doesn't really play games and i don't mean playing games with elodie she, it, it, i mean on the rare occasion that i have a switch out when elodie's still awake then she'll elodie is up for seeing that but no she, she wasn't she wasn't done that i see because joe joe's had to play um mario kart a few times during the day just to like if he's playing up or whatever just getting really on the nose she'll put mario kart on and then one day she'd been playing it for about two weeks i think she'd just started it and she was asking me how to play it and this that and the other and i come home from work one week and she just looked at me stone-faced and just went princess peach is a bitch <laughs> <laughs> i was like okay yeah all right fine someone got hit by a blue shell <laughs> Uh, okay. Cool. Um, I, I know. Last week, um, Chet's question was how long would it take your mums and or dads to uh, get a chucked in. I reckon we should stream all of our other halves, all of our wives, just with, like a four-player squad <laughs> match of PUBG. Just all four-player squad match. <laughs> I mean, I could try and convince Joe to do that. I think she could do that. The, the four of them playing just one round of PUBG. Yeah. It's live Fucking stream. Up. I wouldn't make it out of the plane. Oh, it's, yeah. <laughs> well, Chen would. could be being sick. Yeah, I couldn't do that to Nat. She, uh, if it wasn't for that side of it, then then yeah, but, uh, yeah that game's frame rate. Playing it, and then we could be all that doing, makes me feel sick. doing commentary. <laughs> oh god, but that would be shoutcasting. That would be good though. It's a shame about the 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 throwing up because that would actually be genuinely quite good. Yeah. My favourite stream I've ever done was putting the headset on Harry and watching play Dirt Four. <laughs> And then people watching him and he's just saying all weird shit about the cast and that. <laughs> and while it was slamming into the wall. <laughs> it, was, it was so funny about that. Okay, fine. Next. Okay, uh, we've got an uh, email about Fortnite. So, uh, Luke Dolsk, I believe Fortnite to be a better game than PUBG. And this is for three reasons. One, looting for 15 plus minutes is not fun. Not Two, true. dying in PUBG feels really bad, probably due to reason one. Three, vehicle RNG is the worst. And setting your character to auto run because you know that's all you're going to be doing for the next five minutes is miserable. You mentioned that PUBG creates stories and for this I have no reference. I assume this is from squad play. But as I only play solo in both games, this may be something I'm missing is only present when playing with teammates or friends and said thanks Luke Stolsk so I think we talked about this a little bit last week and fair enough if you're only playing solos in both um, I can definitely see that because I had a couple of uh, miserable solos in PUBG the other day where I did exactly that ended up one corner of the map the circle was the other corner of the map and I just ran and I ran and I ran for like 15 minutes legitimately 15 minutes not seeing anybody got into the circle and died and that happened twice and I was like I think this is God or whoever the world just telling me to take a break from PUBG so that doesn't happen in Fortnite because the game's so much faster you can pretty much never get stitched up by the circle in the same way but I'll repeat what we've said multiple times Uh, as slick as Fortnite is as good as Fortnite is and as inventive as it is with the, the, the building stuff the moments that PUBG creates, uh, particularly in squads, um, when you're, you know, a vehicle comes up to a house or just even a random encounter. Like I remember. Oh God, yeah. that is so good. Th- those moments are the best yeah. when you're in a house and you're stocking up and you hear a vehicle pull up and you're like, Oh my God, that is brilliant. Or if you're planning to make a quick exit on a vehicle you arrived in and then you just hear, <laughs> yeah, that that's ours. <laughs> like stuff like that. And, 
I also get like a real sort of thrill when we're all running along and we're in like some field or whatever in the middle of nowhere. We've all got our guns up and then we come across like a, a group of houses and we all sort of like slow things down a bit as we're approaching it. We're all saying the doors are open, looking at the windows, blah, blah, blah. You know, we're all communicating as we're approaching this thing. It really does feel like you're in a bit of a squad together and you've all got your, your sort of roles yeah. and stuff. It, there's nothing like it, man. It, like, I think, yeah. I could see why you would like Fortnite. Well, I mean, I could see how someone could like Fortnite more than PUBG anyway. Yeah. That's not, it's not solely down to this, no. but I think. And if Fortnite definitely does. Three people, so, sorry to, then, to cut you off for a second, but Fortnite definitely does create stories too. Like, there, there, there's no two ways yeah, about sure. it in a very similar sort of way, but it's just not on the same level in terms of that stuff. No, and as I said, when, when, like, that 15 minutes of looting and getting shot may be shit, but when you're, when there's four of you, and you're all just, you're all in separate houses. You're all telling each other what's in that house and then swapping stuff over. I love that shit. I feel, I don't know why. I just love it. So like, you know, we were playing that, uh, the other night and we were all swapping scopes and yeah. working out, we, we, you know, what weapons are the amount of times you've said to me, what gun you got, Dave? I got this one. Right. Well, I got bullets for that that I don't need and then dropping them all off and shit like that. It's just brilliant. I it love is. that stuff. It is. I also feel the stories, even, even in solos. I mean, the chances, there's obviously higher chances for, for stories with the camaraderie you've got in squads. But yeah, the few games I've played and, and, and winning or, or even not winning, you, there's still things to, to be gained and to, to be excited about even solos. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not as fun when you're just shouting puck, puck, at the top of your voice on your own, <laughs> uh, <laughs> or, or repeatedly saying Kevin's apartment over and over no, and over that, and that, over that definitely again. Definitely a group to do, but uh. <laughs> okay, cool, cool, right? Um, uh, yeah, but basically, yeah, uh, you're right, Luke. Those three points you can add four. It crashes all the time on Xbox Five. The frame rate is busy, yet still somehow cool. we've all put in ten, twenty, thirty, forty, fifty, six, seventy hours into it. So they must be doing something right for us. Um, uh, Right, next and last email is from Adam Reynolds. Evening, fellas. Um, this is the nice thing about me. I won't even read it out, so you guys don't yell at me. Uh, what are <laughs> everyone's favourite little details in Mario Odyssey? I just love that when you go into a 2D stage, every single outfit has its own pixel model version. Just love that game. Uh, keep it up, guys. Really happy you're back again this year. Happy 2018. Except Matt, don't like that one anymore. <laughs> oh, come on. Harsh. <laughs> but, you know, fair. Unsurprising. Yeah. Yeah. So um, the little details in Mario Odyssey, Dave. You, you, I mean, you, you you're well into it. Well, the music stuff is amazing. Like uh, being able to um, uh, have every single track in that sort of eight bit sound is is that is it's beautiful. Um, I love the fact that if you go to certain benches and stuff, like not certain benches, if you go to certain uh, types of objects that are seats, what <laughs> a sentence! Um, <laughs> then it's a different animation when you don't like. When you let go of the stick, he drops down, sits down. Uh, yeah, the weight in animations is the best in any game. When you're not touching the pad, mm. he lays down and a bird yeah, lands it's on a different his nose. Bird, isn't it? Every time. Is I it? Think, isn't it like a bird that's like relevant think, to the I level? I mean, it's computer generated, so I don't, it's not an actual bird. That, <laughs> what? It's a different bird every time. Well, no, I don't mean like one Steve and one's Clive. I thought it was like a different type of bird for each level, depending on what level you're in. I don't, I don't know. Probably. Um, All right. Yeah, I mean, this it's just full of it's full of like really really neat little touches. Like, but it's mainly the music for me. I think that hits home. The first time you take control of the RC car, and yeah, that, that, that challenge. That's exactly what I was going to say. That music it, it, it has the like original Mario Kart music playing, and it's just yeah, it's brilliant. It's, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, nothing beats for me the end of the darker side of the moon. That 
climb up. I did the darker side of moon again yesterday, uh, because Harry Show wasn't off. with me at the time. And it didn't do the... Well, once you've done it once, you've clocked was, it, it's I was fine. Gonna, I was going to ask that. Yeah, so, so I want you to know once you can just like whiz through it, I guess, because you know... Yeah, because yeah, you know it. But the um, uh, the, it didn't have the, the text as you were climbing the oh, building. Don't, don't spoil too much, shall we? That's not... That's yeah, very, yeah, very for sure. non-spoilery. But it didn't have that. And that it took a lot away from it. It's, oh, really? Uh, it's so you did it a second time and it's actually different. Well, no, it just doesn't have the whole ending bit, basically. So okay. you're you're playing out the ending bit, but it doesn't have the stuff that goes with it, and it feels kind of like empty. I still to do that. Whereas when you do it the first done. time, it's good. It's so good. Um, yeah, James, you know you can change the music in every every level, yeah, right? Yeah. To whatever you yeah. want. Have you done that? Yeah, sometimes because you. I mean, it really shows how good the music is because you put any other track mm-hmm. on when you're running about. It's like what. Yeah, this I, I did that and bizarre. it didn't feel right. I put on See, the the amazing yeah. music from like the wooded. What was the wooded kingdom? Wait, the yeah, wooded kingdom. That yeah. in New Donk City, and it didn't feel right at all. I mean, I, I love the yeah, song. Yeah, no, it feels mm. fucking bizarre. Usher does you, it all did the you time. guys see it's that? Annoying. Sorry, I, th- I can't remember who sent it to me or if I just found it on my own. That video about how all the um, the sound effects in the game harmonise with the music and it changes depending on which track you put on. Oh god, that's going to go crazy. I- I'm going to have to. I'm gonna have to try yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 the, I don't know the main example that, that uses is, you know when you jump on the power lines and like that one. Yeah, yeah. Whichever, whichever tune you put on, it harmonizes with that, and it even harmonizes with different parts of that tune. But also, like when the 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 funny wiggly guys that go that that will harmonize and be in tune with whatever tunes on whichever part of the tune. It's incredible. Like the yeah. I thought well, for some reason also, I thought James sent it to me, but I think maybe I think I should send this to James, but I didn't do either. So sorry. There's also the Goomba boss battle at the top of the Wooden Kingdom in that big dome thing. If you go and do that, the music completely changes, but but then laced behind it is the actual Wooded Kingdom theme, and it seamlessly seamlessly it sounds like it's just a new track plan, but when you listen to it, it's actually just mixed into the normal music as you're playing mm. it, and then once you defeat it. it it mixes out again and that is just like i love that i've i've done that boss battle quite a few times just because i love what the music does uh it reminds me of the first time you play banjo kazooie and you go to like a new area within the same level and it just completely changes it but it's still keeps in time with the what, what's planned yeah it's fucking good i'm gonna fucking i'm gonna good. get to that dark side of the moon um got two long train journeys tomorrow in fact so that's the plan i'm gonna get there Spanish. Yeah. Right, that's it for uh, emails. So moving on to tweets. If you want to tweet us, it's at Computer Game Pod oh, on Twitter. <laughs> what? I didn't. Re- I didn't realise there's still tweets. There's I tweets, that was boy. It. I was nah, about to go mad. there's tweets, boy. Right. Ada Black says, "This is a good question. Which games do you guys love that most people hate?" I'll take this one straight off the bat. Um, the 3D Bionic Commando that Grin made, the Swedish studio, before they shut down. I thought that game was dope. Um, it has a hilarious ending where your arm—I'll spoil it—that your Bionic Commando arm is actually your wife. It was just one of the best endings of all time. I thought the mechanics were brilliant, the combat was brilliant, everyone hated it. But I never played the old 2D one, so I had none of that nostalgia. But I thought it was a real deal. Oh man, I had. Isn't it? I'm sure for years I've been saying I've got a really obvious answer for this. Yes, it, was it, wasn't it uh, Devil's Third? Fuck off. No, I hated Devil's <laughs> Third, remember? Remember that? I hated it. Um, I don't know, Mafia 2, I guess. People. That still did pretty well. Yeah, people like I that. I don't know. That's people like that. Bad, bad example. Yeah. It's um, a difficult question off the top of your head. That's just something that I've had in my brain for a while uh, as an answer to that question. Probably unfolding then, isn't it? Good game. 
don't think people hate anyone else, though, yeah, well, no, but I did get a lot of messages saying, oh, I don't like this. What, what, why are we bigging it up so much? Yeah, what's I don't wrong know. With I loved it. I don't, what, what do you want to do? One of those was John Denton. Um, next. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I like Crackdown too. People did not give a shit about that game. No, that was not good. Yeah. Well, that's you the didn't play Crackdown made, 1, though, did you? I did you? like it. Swap so yours. <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> this yeah. is defensive. What, what, um, what, you didn't play Crackdown 1, though, no, did you? No, I didn't. Yeah, which explains right. a lot. So you missed but, out. Uh, yeah, the second one was, yeah. it was alright. James, it was alright. Oh, <laughs> I can't, I can't think yeah. of anything at all. You like that Mario color splash? Did you people didn't like I did, that? Yeah, I yeah, that, God, that was yeah. fantastic. I love that game. Don't know why the fuck I remember that. I can't remember what happened yesterday. But I remember yeah. that. Brilliant. Well, it, well, it happened. It happened in the game of year show, didn't he? Yeah. And he just completely wrote off everyone's opinion because oh, <laughs> they didn't like it because they they didn't understand. No, no, the no, I, said, system. I said they didn't like it because they hadn't played it long enough. Clearly. Is was the reason? A bit like, a bit like you playing How a star you know Because in the reviews that in the reviews that they had, they only talked about game mechanics that were in the opening parts of the game and nothing about what happens later. Mm. Imagine was, that. Uh, yeah. Dodgy. Actually, Dodgy. I, I guess Master should be Farpoint. Yeah, that's a good shout. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, it's yeah. a good shout, mate. It's a good right. game. John. Of course. Well, okay. Moving on. <laughs> uh, um, Athene, Athene oh, yeah. Allen, uh, Mario says, Mario Tennis Aces was announced last week as we spoke about. What do you all think of the Camelot Mario sports games? Um, we kind of touched on this a little bit, but Dave, do you have much experience with these games? Which ones are these? No, the golf. They do all of them, don't they? Golf, tennis, yeah. those terrible football games. I don't think I've ever liked one. Okay. Is that, no, the golf. No, that's a lie. Golf. Yeah. Golf. I've played. I think that's what they started on was the golf ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mario Golf hasn't been too bad, but but uh, yeah, tennis. I've never really got on yeah, with, same. and um, football's just always been yeah. That, that one on the Wii's crap. Yep. Yep. For wheel. Anyone else? No, I've I've no uh, idea. I don't think I've played no. any of the sports games actually. No, you ain't missing a huge amount, mate. Don't worry about it. All right, uh, Martin Baker at Baker's Twelve. Uh, I'm getting major switch envy, but need a new TV. It works, but has a wide shadow on screen. I'm, that probably means weird shadow, doesn't it? Or I don't know what a wide shadow yeah. is. What should I get first? The switch. Um, yeah. New TV. New TV. Oh, if your TV's it? fucked, then probably a new yeah, TV. Yeah, TV's yeah. fucked. It needs a new yeah, TV. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah, you're Forget right. Forget about it. Right. Um, here, okay, Andre Gershwend, that's how I'm going to pronounce your name from now on, correct me if I'm wrong. Does John, with an H, <laughs> does John Jesus, just like games that are second choice for other people? Um, he seems to push Fortnite when people talk about PUBG and praises the lawbreakers when there is a much better hero shooter in Overwatch. So, if so, what are his opinions on DKCTF? I assume that's talking on Country Tropical Freeze and how it compares to Mario. Well, I mean, you might be proving my point where I do think uh, Tropical Freeze is better than Mario 3D World as a pure platformer. Uh, Mario 3D World is a special place in my heart for, for you know, what brought my whole family together and was Elliot's first real game. But um, no, I mean, I don't just like games at second choice for other people. That would make me some sort of cunt. So no, I just like what I like and I talk about what... That's, um, the, name the, that's the name of the episode, by the way, now. Yeah. <laughs> some sort of cunt. The thing is, some sort of cunt. The... The thing is, is that you've picked a few examples there and you talk about lots more games than just a couple, don't you? So, yeah. You know, and also, I like those pub- other games, PUBG and Overwatch. So, uh, but I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Uh, uh, this is all good. Maybe I got a bit angry because um, of the H situation. Andrew, again, though. What, sorry, what H situation? You put an H in my name, you know. <laughs> oh, th- right, th- okay. 35 Matt- years of hell, Dave. I mean, 
Matt, Matt I got it. I know. That's, that's why me and Matt are kindred spirits. You yeah, know, that, anybody with an unusual spelling of a common name. <laughs> right, uh, Andrew again. Um, of a fu- he must have his name misspelled all the time. So, uh, you know, he, he understands. Dear David, pain. why do you think the gaming industry is so secretive about its game sales and how much money they make? I can't think of an entertainment industry that tells people less about things, about how things sell, or if a certain game even breaks even. God, that was a weird thing to write. Uh, That's a good point, actually. I mean, you're constantly yeah. hearing about, you know, movies and how they do and if they've, you know, the, the development costs of a movie and ticket sales and whatnot. Is it because, it's, like, there's competitive advantage kind of style with this? You know, between different companies, they don't want to reveal how much they're spending on stuff and everything, so that they don't get, you know, outbid or whatever for stuff. But surely that's happening in movies as well. Yeah, but you're comparing it to just movies. I mean, he's saying I can't think of another industry. I mean, I can radio and uh, TV to some extent. I mean, we know you know viewing figures, but mm. even they're a bit shady. We don't know about on demand yeah. stuff. I think maybe we, it's it's we know about being... radio. Sorry, go listener figures, don't we? We're, we're, we're all the... No, we know about Rajar. Yeah, Rajar yeah, yeah. or whatever that's called. Yeah, it's awful. It's not a system. It makes no sense. And we also don't know how much they're charging for advertising. There's a lot of side of that business that is just kept secret. I believe it's forty pounds. Dave. Every radio station, no, every radio station wants to be seen as as the radio station like the biggest and it's just so everyone's quiet about it same with podcasting not many people are happy to talk about podcasting downloading figures well, let's uh, do it now let's break we don't really know circulation of magazines and stuff uh yeah we have so, no magazine so circulation is public sorry Mag- magazine circulation is public Oh, is yeah, it really? yeah, they, but, but, but you, uh, where do you find that? It's the ABCs, is, the, is what they're called. So, um, oh, yeah, they, they get published. But, but yeah, I mean, I think that the Hollywood stuff might just be because it's like a sort of a, a gossip town, isn't it? You know, budgets yeah, oh become, God, yeah. you know, you, that stuff is, it becomes part of the narrative. But then again, it's a good question though, because I don't actually know the real answer. But, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just guess private companies don't have to release that information in specifics at their, Game budgets, etc., and sales. Um, all right. Ben Syme Chronicles, uh, at Scientologist. Quick question for the show is DT seems to very much like fan, dis- very much dislike fantasy crap. Did he refuse to join in the D&D sessions in, uh, Life is Strange Before the Storm? Uh, no, because the, the very idea of that is that someone, it was about someone, it was taken from the view of someone that isn't into that scene getting into it. And I thought that was interesting and I enjoyed it. I played through the whole of the D and D bit in that game. It was really good. Cool. It's funny, and, and and of course it was more about the moral choices she was making, whether to play along to make friends with the with the uh, the I'm going to say it nerds or um, to fob them off and be a bit of a dick to them. So yeah, there was that side of it as well. And sit me down and try and play D and D when you meet me, and I'll fucking chop your <laughs> head off. <laughs> you haven't got like a twelve sided dice or something now, like David. Mm. New, new. I've got dices with shapes on them because Harry plays Monster Bingo, but that's about it. That's, Next. that's a good fact. All right, finally, Darren Gargett at Desmond. Uh, hi, Matt. What's your favourite Sega cheat code? Uh, well, it's the obvious one, isn't it? It's up, down, left, right, A, and start. Um, Hell my yeah. second one. This, I like, I like right, the Sonic can, can I ask one. you a question about that? Can, can I ask yeah. you a question about that? So it's up, down, left, right, A star. That's what I've always yeah. thought it was. But then when you see some like nerdy t-shirts or whatever, they put like up, up, down, down, that's left, Konami left, right, right, right. Yeah, that's yeah. Konami code. Yeah, right. Okay. Gotcha. Well, my other one is also. Uh, oh, I think it's like 
Opsy Downsy Lefty Right Sea, which I think is also another Sonic one. Yeah, I've one. seen that as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think I that's one that one from Sonic You could two. add those of rings and stuff into level, but yeah, both of those are Sonic 1 cheats. I think the first well, one's level select. See, I know one for Sonic 2 as well, James, but I'm wondering if it's the is same it one. Is it the 1965-917 for the level select? No. Okay, because that was... No, you no, had to no. do that through um, the sound test. All right, Rain Man. Level select. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> 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 My one was... Um, uh, it was on the Game Gear version of Sonic 2 where you had to press start just as Sonic blinked. And I legitimately thought it was an April Fool's thing because we fell for the Tomb Raider nude play along to Spice Girls what? trick. What, 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 uh, what? You never heard about this? Well, no, but what? what's this? <laughs> right, so there was... I think it was in one of the Sega magazines because it was um, it was about the, the, the Tomb Raider version. The Saturn of, version. Uh, sorry, the Sega yeah. Saturn version of um, Tomb Raider. And it was... You had to go to a specific part of the map and you had to, like, make her step left and right in terms... In time with If You Want to Be My Lover by Spice Girls. And if you get the timing right, you enter oh Nude Raider God. and she's naked. I mean, my brother sat there and did it. I just went, oh, it's not so, working. So you guys press play <laughs> on the cassette, which you just recorded from the top 40 with Mark Goodyear on a Sunday night. <laughs> and then you I did... I think the- CDs were available then. <laughs> CDs were available. I mean, we put one in a Sega Saturn to play the Vega game, point. Matt. So you were... Uh, no wonder your time's sure all fucked up on your side of the recording. Yeah. You're in all sorts of dimensions, isn't you? I'm using eight tracks over it. <laughs> Beating Matt. And th- all right. Oh, yeah. nice. Okay, well, Get that out. was the tweets yeah. and emails. Thank you very much who sent them in. Decent chunk this week, I think. Um, not sure why James Farley of the Commute Games Show likes to click around um, on the shared Google oh, Doc and highlight stop, different bits randomly. It's always like very, very <laughs> strange <laughs> and distracting because his name appears in the middle of words. It's constantly but, uh, highlighting text. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know what's happening. It just it keeps me on my toes, so so, so that's all that's good. So yeah, make weird. sure you send us tweets at Computer Game Pod and emails at Computer Game Show at gmail.com and I believe that's the end. Matt, if people have some form of social media, what should they be doing on that? I mean, don't follow us on Twitter at Computer Game Pod because it's just shitty memes these days. And even if I get a chance, it's been shitty memes for years, mate. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I maintain there's a there's a don't forget it. Um... <laughs> Just, uh, right, we're, we're also on Twitch. I do, I do our stream every Sunday night from nine. Hopefully we'll maybe like squeeze in a PUBG stream. Who knows? But yeah, go to Twitch, search for the computer game show. Uh, and if you haven't already, or if you've got an Amazon Prime account, think about, uh, dropping us a free subscription. That's always lovely. Um, and we'd we'll love your reviews on, on Apple Podcasts. Go over there, leave us a, a review of a, a, any, any stars you want. Obviously five is, is the one we want. But, uh, yeah, leave us a review and tell your friends about the show. We want, we want people to listen, really. Tweet about yeah, us. Tweet, yeah. tweet about us. Yeah, that's, every tweet you send. I know I've got a lot of abuse, really, but uh, recently, but I, I still enjoy it. So, uh, yeah, tweet us. Well, yeah. and tweet your mates and that. Yeah, uh, yeah, and that. Yeah, yeah, tweet your mates. Yeah, just tweet your mates and say you're right. But also mention the show. <laughs> what the fuck. Thanks for living it. <laughs> Thanks for living it. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> See ya. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs>